war cry is sounded and the dudes are assembled. <laughs> is that, that's a real interesting war cry. Yeah. We. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's better than. It's true. It sounds like battle with a tinge of nausea. <laughs> Hi everybody! Woo. Hello! Hi. We are here at the Three Dudes basement doing the Three Dudes podcast. Yes! Right. Believe it or not, for, we're for doing the this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say what episode it is. Right. I'm not going to say what episode it is. No, it's, it's going to be a mystery. I'm not going to say, and they're going to be real sore that I didn't. Oh man! Yeah, they're going to be plum sore <laughs> that you're not telling them <laughs> what they already know. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be, they're gonna be plum. plum they're gonna be confused. confused. They're gonna be a, they're gonna be a plum over they're this. Be a plum. They're gonna, they're gonna, gonna turn f- into a plum. They're, they're gonna, gonna feel it deep in their plums. They're gonna <laughs> right down, right down to my plum. Plums. They're gonna, they're gonna little Jack Horner that shit. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna Jimmy Crack card that shit. You know gonna, what? They're gonna Baba Black Sheep. I don't care. Have you any podcasts? <laughs> yes sir, yes sir. <laughs> but I don't know what session it is. This three dudes podcast is is uploaded for your listening pleasure mm-hmm. on on we're on well, we're on SoundCloud, we're on iTunes. Oh, yeah, right. fuck. Yeah, Jesus. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> right. match. The match just exploded in we my We are on Stitcher. We are on Play. We are on uh iTunes. We are on Dogcatch. We're on like basically all the big podcast apps. We're we're indexed in in the biggest searches. So yeah, you've probably found us through one of those things. So so you know, listen to us <clears throat> on the go. Listen to us. Call us up while you're driving in the car. Yeah, call uh, us while you're driving. We probably won't get it. This <laughs> this isn't done live, right? But you, but, know, you know, call, call us. us. Call it. Call the show up while you're driving. Uh, we'll play uh, your voicemail while you're while you're relaxing at the park. Mm-hmm. While you're while you're making love to your wife. <laughs> while you're listening, that's the beauty. Yes, is this three dudes? Modern technology. Listen to us anywhere. I'm so glad you picked up on making love to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I did what you asked. Can I be on the show now? What is this clitoris I keep hearing so much about? Oh, uh, no. Ah, uh, but tonight's tonight's going to be a good episode. Woo! We're going to we're gonna have a few laughs. Gonna, we're gonna some bruise. We're gonna drink a few laughs. <laughs> we're all awake. That's a more most oh, important. We're all I fucking we're all awake. wide awake. I had a bunch of coffee today. Last night I was laying in bed at ten o fucking clock. There you go. Yep. I played a game on my phone. I watched a little bit of The Office. I snuggled my dog, and I went to bed. There you go. Yeah. Didn't drink a beer. Didn't jack off. We were feel okay anyway. Yeah. We were we were we were talking a little bit ago that, that I don't know none of us feel especially fucked. No, not particularly. I think we are. I know. Well, I like. I mean, I, I like. I can. I have one, but I'm stretching. Mm-hmm. If I really think about it, I just had one and I forget. That's how good I'm feeling. Yeah. I, I think we're all in a good mood today. You guys want to say some good things Anybody, that are making you happy? Yeah, I, yeah. I I will I will start by saying that uh, I I am now. Uh, 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 Fairly certain, um, be, being that I I, uh, I have switched to, to coffee and tea yet again. Mm-hmm. Uh, fairly certain that I I am able. I'm at a point where I can enjoy a beer or two mm. and not go overboard. That's really nice and a good place to be. Which which means now that I'm I'm saving so much money. Yeah. Uh, like I'm actually. I'm at a point now, money-wise, where I can actually 
start looking at op- opening up like a, a good savings account. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's great. You know, invest a bit. Yeah. Uh, Bonds, stocks. Get some, get some, get some of that sweet, sweet. You know, 0.03% interest coming in. <laughs> hey, you know, I, if there's one thing I've learned about wealth is that it's always accompanied with a top hat and monocle. So you want to buy sure. that first. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah That's what brings the money in is the image of well, success. Well, see, I, I, thought that was, I thought that just kind of went without saying. Well, yeah. you might find if you become rich enough fast enough, you wake up and it's just on your doorstep. Uh, brought to you uh, by the Rich Guys Society. Yeah, just just with a with a card with a little imprint of a mustache on it saying we know. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, congrats, boy, you're one of us. <laughs> well, I mean, like, like I, I'm still old enough to remember being a kid and having money in the bank and then getting like a return investment on it. It used yeah. to make a little mm-hmm. bit of money. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I, I, like I remember at one point I left something in the bank and forgot about it because I was a kid and yeah. I didn't have to pay any bills. Yeah. <laughs> God, remember yeah. that? Yeah. God, I do. There's there my my bank actually has a a a plan a 90 day plan that uh-huh. has a uh, 1.25 APY mm-hmm. uh, that compounds monthly. Rather than rather than quarterly, really. So what what are the quarter APY? One so. and a quarter APY and one and a quarter interest. Okay, interesting. Uh, that compounds monthly. Okay. Versus versus compounding quarterly or yeah. annually. Now I'm a dumb fuck. So if you have a hundred dollars in that account, that means monthly you get a buck and a quarter. Uh yeah. Nice. Not bad. That ain't bad. No, that ain't bad. That's not bad at all. Um, I could stand to make ten bucks a month, put a thousand bucks in, and just you know make ten bucks a month for not spending it. Right. That ain't bad. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. For real. First, I gotta get a thousand bucks. Right. (laughs) I I had to do I had to do a little research and 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 look up. Ask Google. Okay, what does it what does it mean when something compounds? And then I read it and I was like, oh, that's nice. (laughs) I like I like compounding. Yes. This is good. Um, Compounding. So, compounding your money good, you know yeah, what I'm talking about? Compounding, yeah. compounding that interest. Yeah. So so I'm deep I'm, into your bank account. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I bedded your bank account over. And I'm just I'm stuffing that interest rate <laughs> right in there. I'm just I'm just I'm ashamed of myself. Yeah. I'm sorry. But I, I but no, like I came I came home from work today, I had some coffee, I played a little League of Legends. Yeah, and I I said out loud to myself, my life is really good right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you know I have occasion to think that way every now and then in between bouts of depression, and it's yeah, really it great. Why are why are we why are we um what's the opposite of fucked? I don't know. Blown. I don't know. <laughs> Why is the world sucking our dick today? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah why yeah. why is the world sucking our dick this week? <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. Is that the? It's not really the opposite, but it, it kind of is. It, it feels case. right though. Yeah, yeah, it feels right. Yeah. Um, oh, you got something? Um, well, uh, okay. I, I got a I got a quick easy one. Okay. Um, uh, you know, we're into November. Mm-hmm. I get, at least at my job, we're gearing up for the holiday season, which is a chaotic time. Mm-hmm. It's going to be mm-hmm. chaotic for the foreseeable future. But there's going to be a lot of sales. There's going to be a lot of sales. I have a big budget this month that I have to hit. Okay. Our normal budget. For I like, like big budgets. I cannot lie. lie. <laughs> <laughs> you other brothers can't deny. <laughs> that when a fam walks in with that look on their face <laughs> and that... That, and they need appliances for their place. 
Yeah, that, that took way yeah. too long. Uh, no, I was like, okay, so normally we have to we have to do like a forty five thousand dollars. Like roughly, my goal is forty five thousand a month. Mm-hmm. So it's roughly, it varies, you know. Yeah. Um, which is you know definitely doable. Uh, I always stress a little bit about it, but it's always you know hittable, and I always hit it. Yeah, I have to do eighty two grand this month. That's a lot. And that's a lot. Mm. I was freaking out about it. I'm on pace. So, whoa! Is someone in my house? I don't know. I did hear a, a loud thud. Someone's in my house. This Hello. Is... It's just me. Oh hey, hi! We're recording the podcast. <laughs> hi. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. My phone is obviously not with me. We're like recording it right now. Do you want to? Yeah, come on. <laughs> But no, I like uh, I, I have to do this 82, 82 like, grand, like 82 grand, and I'm on pace yeah, to hit it. So uh, so far, and I'm only through one week, but I already have like twenty eight thousand out, something like that. Well, well shit. I, I, don't, I don't know if any of this is cool. By the way, I don't know if I'm supposed to be revealing any of this. So everybody, well, you know, well, shh, there's there's kinda, there's a big thing you haven't taken into account here, and that is Black Friday. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah, you're a, gonna yeah. you're you're if if you don't make it before then, you're gonna make it. On, yeah. on or around that time. Yeah, I mean, in particular, it's it's like a, a high goal, but I, I'm gonna I, I'm comfortable saying that I think I'm gonna hit it, and even yeah. if I don't, if the department hits it, that's it's, cool. It's the month before Christmas. It's sales, sales, sales. Exactly, exactly. Well, and I mean, like it's a high budget, so I'm I'm feeling good about that because we're we're doing really well right now. Everything's been good at work. Everything's been better than it's been in the past couple weeks. Um, uh, but it, it, the reason I feel like. Uh, the world's blowing us right now. Yeah, right. This, this is, by the way, this is for for our guest here, pop in guestyport. Hello. Uh, perhaps our, our, our uh, one of our one of our greatest longtime guests. Yes. Um, <laughs> we uh, we are today. We are discussing why the world's blowing us right now. Instead of we don't feel that, we don't feel fucked. Oh, no, we, none of us feel particularly. Fucked. The world is sucking our dicks. Yep. You, and so, lady, and, yes. your, and your dick, for that matter. <laughs> if you, you should so choose to comment. <laughs> but no, no, it's just uh, I've been like through November. I haven't heard one Christmas song all the way through. Yes. Uh, so nary a Christmas song. Uh, an eye on a Christmas. And, and, you, and that you is work in the best place. Yes, then. I'm telling you, man. Not so much as the accidental shake of a jingle bell. Yep. Uh. I went to Giant Eagle. The yep. other day, and I heard something. They had them oh, on. Oh, no. Yeah, we don't have them. Like, I know it's going to happen, because we have PA speakers, and then we have, like, obviously other speakers in the store, and it's, it's I know it's coming, but I haven't heard one yet at work. And usually, like, Dave, you and I worked at Mark's mm-hmm. years ago. Oh, like, they started that shit in October. I mean, they were they were peppering that in. It was like, relentless. Fall, so yeah. I've never heard so many bad versions of Little Drummer Boy. Oh my god, which is already not good. It's yeah. not a good song. We discussed Definitely. The fact that there's not a good version. <laughs> no, there's, there, there's zero good versions. Yeah, it's bad it's, at its core. It's <laughs> like even the Temptations, who who yeah. you know revolutionized. <laughs> yeah. You know, soul and and you know one of the one of the great precursors of rock. Yeah, Motown legends. They couldn't even save that fucking song. <laughs> yeah, it's just bad. They be- can't. No one. Can. There's no cool no. way to say pum rum pum pum pum. No, there's not. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think that's it. It's just bad. Me and my drum. And yeah. Also, but- it's not even good on a monopia. No, it's really not. <laughs> yeah. Do. Better. Yeah, right. Drums sound like a lot of things, but not really pa rum pom pom pom. Fucking this kid has literally just been born 
he's probably crying his ass off because this jackass kid is coming around with this <laughs> loud fucking drum. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have any gifts! I'm just, I'm just picturing Buddy Guy with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth and a leisure suit. <laughs> it's the middle of the night, kid! <laughs> yeah, no, I, just, I haven't Merry heard Christmas. one yet. So I'm, I'm really, I, like, maybe for some people that's, you know, oh, there's no Christmas music, but I don't, I don't like Christmas <laughs> no, music, so. I got no uh, love I'm for that. I'm just happy I don't have to hear it yet. No, not yet. Well, there is a bunch of dead air. You got a reason it, that you're not feeling... Oh, oh, what, what, what are you, you going to say? I was just to say, it ultimately doesn't matter because they none of them can hold a, a candle to the best Christmas song of all time, yeah. which is Weird Al Yankovic's The Night Santa Went Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. Uh, it's on the end of Bad Hair Day. Yeah. I yeah. still have that CD. The uh, the close second being uh, Bruce Springsteen's version of uh, Santa Claus. Santa Claus is coming to town again. Santa Claus is coming to town. He's like way off key there. Yeah. Y'all been good this year. <laughs> I just picture Santa in coveralls. <laughs> yeah. Is it yeah, part so of the union? Santa with coal stains yeah. all over his face. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. You know, Santa, they say mine's all that coal himself. Santa, <laughs> <laughs> Santa's from Jersey. Yeah. Maybe Bruce Springsteen. I think the boss could save Little Drummer Boy. Bruce Springsteen, that dude played an eight and a half hour concert. Yeah. If anybody could save the Little Drummer Boy, it's Bruce Springsteen. That dude goes to like Prince level of like playing forever oh, yeah. in the rain. That's like, a crazy. That's a dude bullshit. who doesn't charge an obnoxious amount of money for his tickets. I found it in the trash. Hours. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure, like Bruce Springsteen's ticket prices are like directly tied by contract to like the national average income or something. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. The, the dude specifically prices for like if you if you work a, a, like a, at Walmart and you a blue color. And this is the yeah. one good thing that so you can do. You can go see Bruce. Yeah. Well, and he puts on. My brother saw Bruce Springsteen at the Agora. Years ago, and he said the dude put on like a five hour concert, and that's just like a normal night. I mean, you were talking about I don't like, think I want to go to a five hour concert. I don't either, but I mean, like, uh, but he's got, I mean, it's cool that he does it, yeah, but he's got, that. but he's got rabid fans, like, he's yeah, got, like yeah. his fans yeah. are like working class people, and they like they're into it. Yeah, so, yeah I was I mean, gonna say, like, I'm not a huge Springsteen fan, I just never got into him, but I respect him. Yeah. Taps he seems into like that, a really uh, good dude. Yeah. Taps, taps into that treasured vein of of like working class uh, middle Americans with liberal sensibilities. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 That elusive, yeah, <laughs> heavily splintered fragment of people. Well, that Coal was miners like, and poets. That was a movement <laughs> in, like in American music for a while there. Yeah. Like late seventies, early eighties. Yeah. Like all right, locally, like the Michael Stanley Band, huge. Right. I mean, like, they still, I think, had the record at the Agora. Yeah. Like, up until the end, it was like 88,000 people showed yeah. up for this local band yeah. to see Michael Stanley. My mom was like, huge. Oh, yeah. Michael, Michael Stanley's Stanley. awesome. I've seen them. That she, was my first show. I forget who it is, but I think one of the members of the band was, like, friends with someone who lived down the street from us. Mm-hmm. Probably Gizzy. Uh, um, yeah. 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 Yeah, Gizmo. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Gizmo's dad was a bass player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So... 
My mom got to meet him at some point. She's seen him a few times. Huge yeah. fan. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Um, yeah, that, that was a movement. Like, Springsteen, Michael Stanley, John Mellencamp. Mm-hmm. Like, that was... Oh, yeah. Like, that mm-hmm. was, a, like, the liberal sensibility, blue-collar, mm-hmm. hard-working... Yeah. Yeah, di- directly tied, directly tied to, like, unionized labor. Like, Hell there's yeah. no way you can separate those oh, things. Yeah. yeah. You know? My, my favorite Springsteen memory... Those are the many that I have. <laughs> <laughs> with Springsteen memory point. <laughs> <laughs> this week with Springsteen memory point. Is this is going to be my new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Memories of Springsteen. Um, so I forget who I was with, but we were driving somewhere and someone had a sticker on, like a bumper sticker on their car. And it said... My boss is from Jersey, and I didn't put it together mm-hmm. that they meant it was like a spring scene. Right. And so I just looked at it, I was like, who fucking cares? <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean? We're not even in Jersey. I don't know what's happening. It's kind of like a spin on that my boss is a Jewish carpenter thing. Yeah. 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 I, I had to have it explained to me. The person I was with was like, Springsteen. And I was like, I'm dumb. I'm real dumb. <laughs> Who gives a fuck where your boss lives? <laughs> like, it's so weird. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, what about you? Uh, do you? Do you have a reason you feel either fucked or that the world is sucking your dick today? <laughs> um... I feel like the world is sucking my dick today. Congratulations. Couple reasons. <laughs> I didn't have a horrible day at work. It was fun. Nice. Like usually, as soon as I walk out of that place, I try to just let my mind go completely blank. Yeah. <laughs> so the memorable things about the day are that I just voted. Yeah. Yes. Voted. Voted. Yeah, buddy. It's important. Voted. Even though it doesn't out. really seem like it in this era, mm-hmm. it is still important. Yes. Still important. <laughs> And then I am here because I'm killing time because I'm gonna go to my first derby practice. Oh hell yeah! yeah. That's hey. awesome. Uh, do so, you want to do you want to discuss yeah, uh, yeah, your yeah. potential derby name on the on the mic? Yeah, I don't know if you're going and, with it or not. And if you guys have any ideas, which I know you will. Oh, yeah. Pun um, masters, unite. I'd appreciate them. Uh-huh. I don't know what position I'll eventually play. I'm assuming I'll probably be a blocker at least for a while, but. Dave gave me the idea of no mercy, but spelled like gnome. Yeah. Uh, all one word. No yeah. mercy, that's really good. Yeah, yeah. That, right? I've also thought of just like a Lana gnome. Yeah. <laughs> Lana gnome. Lana gnome is pretty good. That's good. Um, <laughs> and then I, I want to brainstorm ones that are more like derby related. What, what about what about crushy dashing port? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hippie swinging port. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, so, like, there's lots of derby terms you could work in, too, but, yeah. yeah. That'll come. Yeah. But first, I have to learn to skate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what today's practice and, and other subsequent practices yes. will be all about. So, I'm not afraid of falling, which is, like, a big part. Like, you have to be okay with falling. Oh, you have to sure. fall the right way. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. I'm afraid of the getting back up because yeah. I know I can't. Yeah, right. It's really uh, hard to get up on skates is, to begin yeah. with. It's hard to get up for me not on skates. Yeah. Like, right, right, it's right. difficult <laughs> to get up from, like, your knees using, like, not putting your hands on the floor or anything else to pull yourself up and just pull myself up. I can't do it without making a noise like I've been impaled. I don't even care if I I make a noise. I just have to be able to do it. And then you add the skates into the mix and it's impossible. So I I need to work on that. But I'm a little nervous, but I'm going to go and do it and I'm sure I'll be fine. Yeah, 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 it's what you're practicing for. Yeah. Yeah. Derby's cool as hell. 
Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Like, yeah. It's, uh, and it's a great way to stay in shape. <laughs> and it's a great way to stay in shape. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we have, we also have like a really, really good derby team here. I don't know if we ever talked about this in the podcast, oh, yeah. but like the Youngstown, what are they, the Little Steel? Little Steel Derby Girls. Yeah. It's comprised of like an A team and a B team, which each have a separate name, but I can't remember them right now. Yeah. But all together, they're the Little Steel Derby Girls. Yeah. And I've hmm. watched two home bouts of theirs this year. And both belts, they just creamed their opponents. Oh, really? yeah. <laughs> By like double the double their opponent's score. Wow. Um, they just blow them out. The awesome. one that we went to, which was their last home match of the season, was like, I want to say it was something to the tune of like 200 to 50. Wow. And yeah. then their B team was like 290. Wow. <laughs> which, if you don't know anything about Derby... Um, the way the point scoring works is that uh, you have a jammer on each team, and then you have basically blockers. Okay. And for every, they have the jammer has to break through the pack. They start at the bo- the back of the pack. They have to get through the pack of people and make one lap around. And that's how you score. Then once they do that, they start scoring points for every lap around they make. So every player they pass of the opposing team is a point. Yeah, basically everyone they lap. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the jammer that gets through the pack first and is in the lead is called the lead jammer. And they have the power. So either jammer can score points Mm -hmm. once they're through the pack and they make that initial lap around. But the lead jammer has the power to call off the bout at any point in time. So if the other team's jammer is stuck in the pack, the lead jammer might make it through a couple times and score like 10 points, 15 points. Mm-hmm. And then once they see the other jammer about to break through the pack, they could just call it yeah. and be like, like nope, <clears throat> no points for you. So there's like my favorite thing about that involved. is the gesture is the suck my dick gesture. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. You, they do this like tapping the you X tap thing at your crack. It's it's tapping the hips. Yeah. But it basically looks but like all right, like suck, my dick, suck down. my dick. <laughs> <laughs> the suck it gesture that That's says awesome. I'm done. <laughs> That's the thing. Like I I don't know anything about derby. I don't. I've never seen one live, but uh, I'll oh, totally man. go to. We one. should we yeah. should we should watch oh, some videos yeah. after yeah. the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. So the kind of derby I'll be doing is a women's flat track roller derby but if you see any videos of like banked track roller derby yeah. that's where really the, cool the thing slopes yeah. inwards right? yeah. Yeah. Race track, yeah. and they still do that some places they just don't do it here yeah. like the mm-hmm. women's flat track roller derby is kind of like the typical it's yeah. a little um, most skating rinks look like that anyway yeah that's exactly really you'd have to have a purpose i think that's rink. the main yeah. reason is that it's just easier because you just take some tape and you tape out a track well, on yeah. at a skating rink mm-hmm. so you could do it like anywhere there's a skating rink yeah and most towns at least have one of those yeah um but the rules are pretty similar regardless and uh it, it's real cool I'm really excited for you to practice. I am. I'm really nervous, but I am excited. I know everyone is super supportive, and everyone starts from like minimal to no skating experience for the most part. Yeah, with a couple exceptions here and there, but like everyone starts from sucking. Yeah, and then you suck slightly less and hit people while you do it. (laughs) Yeah, get good. Get good. Get good, as it were. Um, no, that's awesome. Now, Dave, I will tell you. I will tell you why I feel like the world is sucking my dick these days. <laughs> why? Why the world is to borrow a phrase from our buddy Joe Draft. 
delivering a nice kiss on the dick to kiss me. Kiss on the dick. <laughs> <laughs> nice I love kiss that. on the dick. Uh, that might be one of the funniest things he ever said to me. Um, but uh, the reason is, and you know, uh, Christy and I talked about this recently. We are really, really lucky to have the kind of friends we have. And you guys, all yeah. of us mm-hmm. here in this you know, room and some other people that are not present are part of that group of friends. We manage to do stuff together like weekly. Yeah. We yeah. actually we yeah. choose to get together and <laughs> sure. do stuff that I think a lot of other people don't don't do this. Yeah. You know, we you know, I think there's a tendency for everyone to as they get a little older and they get a little more settled in what they're doing and what they're mm. you know, they they uh, they center more into their own home or into their relationship. They kind of Same narrow in, particularly when you're in a rela- uh, committed relationship. Yeah, yeah. all of yeah. us are. Yeah, you know. and it, I think people tend to kind of like you know they're they're what they do shrinks a yeah, lot. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we are really really lucky to have the kind of friendship we have. I, we've been doing the Stranger Things you know thing yeah. these last several weeks, mm-hmm. and it's been a lot of fun. You do this podcast once we a week. Do, we yeah, do we this do podcast, podcast every week, you know. We, and, and more importantly, we, like, we got together on Tuesday nights. Yeah. For yeah, even if you don't, years, three years now? Yeah, yeah. even if you don't yeah. do the podcast, yeah. you're still hanging we're out. We're still doing something. Yeah, yeah for, we're getting for together. several years, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of people, this stuff falls off. Honestly, mm. though, I don't want to minimize your part Drugsy, mm, in that. Yeah, well, it's very true. Some, some of the things. Some of the things. I think you're a bigger part of it than you will give yourself credit for. Because yeah. if it were me yeah. left to my own devices, I wouldn't do shit ever. <laughs> really. Like, I'm really bad at making and keeping consistent plans. Mm-hmm. It's something that I don't. I don't like the thought of. I like the act of. Like, I love seeing everyone every week. Mm -hmm. I love watching Stranger Things or whatever we're watching at the time or playing games or whatever we're doing. I'm really bad at actually (laughs) doing it and, like, following up with it. But if it weren't for the fact that... I know, our Our chairs are are like... (laughs) Ugh, it's such a gross sound. Um... If it weren't weren't for the fact that you are the type of person who you are... And you like initiate this stuff and keep up with it. I would not see anyone. Right. Well, right. then let me say this: the real kiss on the dick is you guys. Aww. You guys, <laughs> you guys are a real kiss on my dick. <laughs> and I just want to thank you for continuing to kiss my dick. You're welcome. You're welcome. Absolutely. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks. You're welcome. And that's why the world's sucking my dick. And that's the three dudes' problem. (laughs) (laughs) We're here to kiss your dick every week. Well, darn Skippy. You can always count on me to come around asking for it. My dick's got a real warm, fuzzy feeling. (laughs) So, yeah. (laughs) It's called a boner. (laughs) When we return, yes. Schmorpin and Dorpin. Schmorpin and Dorpin. 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 Consistently my favorite. Sanon and Diegoin. Uh-huh. Uh, Barry and Sandersing. Slurpin and Durpin. Spoopin and Dupin. Mm. In just a few minutes. Bye. Bye. This edition of the Three Fellows Radio Broadcast has been brought to you by the Steel Spiked Chastity Girdle, a product of Quincy F. Sick Bastard Commodities and Imports. When life's got you down and you're wearing a frown, you know to turn to these three fellows.
Welcome, gentlemen and ladies, to another edition of the Three Fellows Radio Broadcast. Uh, good evening. Yes, pip pip. Yes. Tonight we have many topics of discussion, many of which will be of common interest to the general public, your fellow man, and any cavorters and carousers and cohorts that you may be accompanying with tonight. Now, before we enter the topic proper, we must discuss this week why we fellows, fellow fellows, are hornswoggled. Indeed, we have been. I shall declare, I have been hornswoggled. I have been hoodwinked. Mm. We are, we are bamboozled. We are hornswoggled. Swindled. I declare, women's suffrage, giving the fairer sex the the ability to vote and decide on the rightful leader of this country is appalling. <laughs> it's appalling. By what merit must a leader be elected by, by his by his ability to break bread or uh, to bake bread or to keep house? Very indeed, yes. Yes, indeed. Understandable. And 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 with the the monthly womanly cycle, how can they be trusted to vote impartially? I declare we are hornswoggled Indeed. By, by way of those rascalious wenches campaigning for their so-called rights. Well, yeah. yes, indeed. I, may, may, might I also present for your gentlemanly approval? Ah, but please do. Yet another reason why I find we are quite hornswoggled. Yes. Mm, yes. yes. This mm. newfangled uh. horseless carriage excludes uh. our uh. streets, which destroys our propertyers. Which fills the air with a noxious smog, which is ungood. And perhaps just as importantly, putting good, honest farriers out of business. <laughs> Crafting horseshoes for our fine horses. Horses. <laughs> now to be replaced with rubber tires. <laughs> I, I hate rubber. Unseemly treads and marks upon our... Our, our great American roadways. Yeah, our roads are made of dirt. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Lo, I say to you, gentlemen, this newfangled horseless carriage, which I presented to you and mentioned here, is indeed a hornswoggling. Hornswoggled! The highest order. Yeah. I present to the group. Indeed. We are hornswoggled. Please, dear. Hornswoggled, bamboozled, and all-around hoodwinked. Oh, yes. My children that speak in the home. Oh, oh, disgusting. We make I... these children not to speak, but to be there and bring us our slippers and our evening ales. Oh, yes. And for no other purpose. Children shall be seen and not heard. Yeah. And in most cases, not even seen. I've, I've seven of the little miscreants myself. And I declare the mouth on them is quite appalling. Indeed, appalling yes. indeed, Robert. Does not the good book say, respect thy father and thy mother? Mm, yes, indeed. Does not the good book say, stay in the goddamn closet when I tell you to? Does not the good book say, bring thine father a beer and piss off? Harumph, harumph. Ah, gentlemen, I agree. We are indeed hoodwinked, hornswoggled, and otherwise... Ganked about. <laughs> if you may be so bold. If I may be so bold, and indeed I have. We will be back after the break. What we are imbibing and what we are schmimbibing. Yeah. Yes, no. What for? For we do indeed imbibe and schmimbibing. We do schmimbibing, schmimbibing. Oh, yes. Uh, after this break, my local sponsors. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, guys, guys. Yeah. You guys want to hear another pickup line? 
God, I think we're gonna do this again. Ready? You guys ready for this? Uh huh. Call me Mr. Flintstone, because uh, I, I, I eat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're just gonna, you're gonna keep doing it just like that? <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> so we're back! Uh, hey. <laughs> Everyone knows Fred Flintstone eats ass. Yeah. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Yeah, we all we all know his we all know his famous catchphrase. <laughs> or sometimes <laughs> So anywho, yeah. We are we are back here on the Three Dudes Podcast with yes, a little sir. segment we like to call Schmorpin Dorpin. Schmorpin Dorpin. Uh I'm gonna get this out of the way right now. I'm not schmorping anything today. Ah, living uh, a clean life. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know. I just, I wasn't feeling a cigar tonight. Whatever. It's. Ew! <laughs> Gazuntui. Bless you. Thank you. Google Plex. Uh, it, it's a. <laughs> uh, 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 Gambino. <laughs> uh, Jerusalem. <laughs> um, uh, but I am, however, uh, treating myself to. Jeez. Oh, a beer, a beer, uh, uh, courtesy of of a brewery that I I personally think is probably the pride of Ohio. A one, near and dear beer. One of yeah, one of our one of our many prides, hometown prides. Not quite because it's in Cleveland, but the, <laughs> the Great Lakes Brewing Company. Indeed. Uh, with their Commodore Perry what a IPA. What a great beer. Yeah. Uh, Commodore Perry, of course, uh, uh, defeated. His Majesty's Royal Navy in the War of 1812 mm-hmm. on the on the on the on the tides of Lake Erie. The Erie. Yeah. <laughs> the uh, Erie. Against those against those filthy foreign Canadian whores. <laughs> Hordes. <laughs> Hordes. Oh, excuse me, did I say whores? <laughs> Apologies. Uh, yeah, uh, um, and so so uh, in in true Ohio fashion, we named a beer after him. <sighs> that's and, a, that's uh, a great that's a go to sixer for me any night. Oh yeah, yeah. You it's I, I, it used to be for me the Dortmunder Gold, but I, oh, I, yeah. I I think I think the Commodore Perry is probably my go to. Did I say any night? I meant every night. Yeah, it's my go to <laughs> every, every night. night. Burning River, man. Yeah, <laughs> Burning River. Yeah, yeah, Burning River as well. Yeah, they, um, make, they make fantastic beers, don't they? Yeah, great uh, great beer, the Commodore Perry. Mm-hmm. Uh, David. I am, I just got a whole smorbidorm vest going yeah, on here. Yeah, you do here. here. Let's get <laughs> your, uh, let's get your, let's get your smorp, let's get your smorp. It's a valley. You got, you got, you got a smorpus board. Yeah. Think one of the time. Let me see that light if you don't yeah, mind. Don't um, here. Well, actually, I'll talk about it, then I'll light it. Um, but uh, I am smorping. Mm-hmm. A Macanudo. You guys have been talking about these for a while. You guys have both enjoyed Macanudos yeah, on the show. Yuppie cigars, man. The yuppie yeah. cigar yeah. Uh, with the heart of gold, I guess. Not a knucklehead like you get a cigar so classy. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Macanudo, Macanudo Inspirado. Yes. It's also the Gigante. Yes. No, yeah, the it, for it for it the looks, gigantic man. It looks pretty fucking gigante. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I just bought that today, actually. Yeah. I was, I was, at, uh, I was at the shop with Dad and uh, I bought one. And, well, you know, the reason I bought them is probably the same reason you bought them, which is it had a cigar rating on it. It had a yep. little tag that said it's good, and it's I said that sounds that's nice. Good enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was even. It even said cigar snob ninety two or something <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that. Hey nutsack, buy this. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and I, the nutsack. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I'm gonna like. 
it up in a minute. I'll probably talk about it. You haven't lit it yet, so you got to tell us how it is. I'm also smorping. I'm also smorping my Marlboro Edge. I've got it on standby, and if that weren't enough, I'm smorping my Smoke Tech E Sig with the. I know, right? What the fuck? At least it's not just black coffee and cigarettes. For what? For when ordinary oxygen isn't good enough. Or, for when, that matter, when you don't want any. When you need three different kinds of smoke. Yes. Vaitnation. I, I refuse to vaitnation like a pleb. Um, so, yeah, my blueberry e-cig liquid, my Marlboro Edge, and my Inspirado. Uh, and then on top yeah. of that, I am drinking uh, black coffee, and? Uh, which there's, a, there's a, about eight more cups upstairs. Uh-huh. And... The shittiest beer I think known to man. The yeah. Beast. The Beast. The Beast. Of uh, Milwaukee. This is a beer you drink when you just when you just need to maintain a certain mm. level of alcohol. Which in your means life. the good land. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is it, Do you guys remember that joke from Wade's World? No, I there's, don't. Oh, God. There's, there's a joke in Wade's World where they go backstage at an Alice Cooper concert. And it's, <laughs> yeah. just, and it's Alice Cooper's band who just look like, you know, like Alice Cooper's band. Yeah. You know, like tattooed makeup, you know. And they have this, like, really... Philo- like like intelligent conversation, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like it's Wade and Garth, like yeah, awesome, and they're, they they start talking about the history of Milwaukee. Mm. Like, Correct me if I'm wrong, Alice, but wasn't that wasn't that uh, named by the Iroquois? Well, yes, Pete, it was. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah, it was, it's such a fucking good joke. Mm-hmm. It's such a good joke. Yeah, the beast, man, the fucking beast. The beast is a beer you buy because you have you have fifteen dollars and would be fucked up for a couple of days. That's right, and that's it. Um, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Well, I mean, you know. Oh, oh, oh claims another victim. <laughs> another factum for the chamber of farts. <laughs> yeah, you enter the chamber of farts. <laughs> Always gets a laugh for me. Anyway, that's what <laughs> I'm swarming a dark Yeah, not bad. How's that? Uh, how's it's, that smurf It's tasting good. I'm still getting yeah, it lit. Get, get that shit lit. You gotta, you gotta give it's us a pump. peanut buttery. I'm not gonna lie. There's a weird peanut mm-hmm. buttery taste going on here. Right. I can't explain that, but mm-hmm. it's nice. It really does. Shit, that's weird. I'll I'll comment on that later. <laughs> yeah, get that thing lit mm-hmm. up. We'll trade here at some point, and then we'll uh, mm-hmm. we'll see how we like them. Uh, I am uh, uh, I am Marcus. In- <laughs> Uh, this right. is this is a new company I've never heard of. Uh, it's a Rome cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's the five hundred five on the orange label. There's a couple different labels for these, uh-huh. kind of like the um, uh, the Camachos that you had a couple weeks ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, with the different color labels. It's done in that style. This yeah. is the five hundred five. I think uh, it's a Corojo. Uh, oh, this is from Romeo and Juliet. Okay. Oh, Romeo e Julieta. Yeah, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah, but this is the... It's a Rome 505, then. That's the smoke. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. There's a little peppery at the start, but it's like, dude, a lot of smoke. Real we, good, man. We will definitely yes. trade. You can have this spitty sack of a cigar mm. when I'm halfway done. <laughs> yeah, it looks good. It looks like a nice dark wrap, the kind of thing I'm typically into. Dude, it's really good. Mm-hmm. I'm enjoying the shit out mm-hmm. of it. I'm telling you, um, this tastes like fucking peanuts. I don't know what the hell's going on here. Yeah, we're going to have to trade here. Check I might be out. having a stroke. Um, I don't really so know. So yeah, that's what I'm marcusing. Mm-hmm. And I'm allening <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the not local mm. uh, Modelo Especial. 
mm. uh, which is like mm. good, better Corona. Is, yeah, is the I best way good, I can describe good it. Good description. It's a, uh, Mexican beer it comes in the fancy champagne bottle, the short ones. Yeah. Um, and I love this beer. Like Drew has brought this over on special occasions a couple times when we do like our Stranger Things nights or. Might if I do like, a sip of that? Yeah, oh, man. I don't know anything about this. Do it's you a better? Good, yeah, it's a it's a good beer. It's mm. a really good beer, actually. It's cerveza. Yeah, mm. it's special. Mm. Give it a, it's it's better Corona. It's it's like right. Uh, mm. It's good, right? Drew Kensinger used to bring this over for yeah. like uh, party nights or like special occasion kind of night. Not all the time. I like and it. And I'd always steal one. And I just saw him today and I thought, why not? So Yeah, yeah. it's nice. Mm. It's uh, it's a little bit uh, more flavorful and a little, little just, a, just a little bit richer than a Corona. Than a Corona. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it's a very certainly a Mexican beer. Yeah. So they get that very distinct flavor. So mm-hmm. super good, man. Mm-hmm. How's that yeah. smoke treating you? Getting good? Pretty good. You want to try? Give it a couple more puffs and then mm-hmm. we'll trade them out. We'll see okay. how we get to oh. that. All right. Oh boy. So without further ado, <laughs> without further ado, <ad-doy, laughs> we move on to our topic, which which is which is one that I feel uh, for us, for uh, us, for us, <laughs> is one that's that's pretty near and dear to our hearts. Yeah. It's something it's something the three of us care a lot about, and it came to mind when I was talking with a friend. Uh, about about this subject and uh, reminded me of something I saw a couple months ago from from Mel Brooks, mm. uh, who who explains why uh, uh, he he says uh, he says uh, maybe Young Frankenstein could be made today, but never Blazing Saddles. Never because we've become stupidly politically correct, which is the death of comedy. Yeah, it's not okay to hurt feelings of various tribes and groups. However, it's not good for comedy. Comedy has to walk a thin line, take risks. Comedy is the lecherous little elf whispering in the king's ear, always telling the truth about human behavior. Mm. Uh, he, he goes on to say, I personally would never touch, uh, for the sake of comedy, gas chambers or the death of children or Jews at the hands of the Nazis. Everything else is okay. Naked people? Fine. I like naked people. They're usually the most polite. <laughs> uh, Interesting. But it, but, it, but it got me thinking how... how uh, uh, I, I feel like the topic today should be comedy. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. comedy. What uh, you know? What what is comedy? What uh, uh, you know? Why do we laugh? Why do we? Why do we have a need for comedy? Why is it important? Oh man, we mm. can go. Um, we can go so far. We've had all the three of us have had pretty uh, long, yeah, conversations about. Yeah. Uh, Comedy in general, like best comedians, uh-huh. who, who's in the top five, mm-hmm. who's in the top ten. Yeah, uh-huh. uh, I know Dave. One of the things we used to like to do in college was analyze why something is funny. Yeah, Man, yeah. It's, it's, it's a really nerdy thing to do. About oh, for comedy. sure. Oh, like, yeah, definitely. But I, but I think it would be fair to say in this room, the three of us are not just people who like comedy, but in fact, comedy nerds. Yeah, yeah. Um, sure. I, the kind I, of people who might read an article on the AV Club because we're interested in the inside baseball of comedy. Sure. Now, now I would like to. Uh, I would like to start this off by by asking you guys, what's your favorite joke? Favorite joke? <laughs> um, okay. I, I, I can think of a lot of jokes I like. I will tell you one that keeps making me laugh. It was one that I heard recently enough. Christy and I went to a family reunion. We met a guy there, a uh-huh. very cool guy, who uh, he told he told us this joke, which is that a man's in the hospital, right? Uh-huh. And he's got this... 
breathing mask on. He's, he's, you know, basically incapacitated in bed. And the nurse comes in to check on him. And he says, nurse, are my testicles black? And she <laughs> says, I'm sorry. And he's, you know, he's speaking, you know, <laughs> he says, nurse, are my testicles black? And she kind of looks around and, you know, shrugs, <laughs> goes over and. Lifts up his gown to take a look, and he grabs the thing off his face and goes, Nurse, are my test results back? <laughs> it's, 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 it's not that, like, it's not that complicated a joke. No. I just really it's like funny. it. That's yeah. funny. Uh, actually, I have one that your your girlfriend told me, who was just here. Yeah, uh, right. I was, yeah, kind of wish That's right, we didn't mention that she she escorted herself out to go yeah, to she had derby. Yeah, she yeah, had yeah, derby. Uh, roller derby practice. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, no, uh, I... Um, uh, she told me one that her uncle, I think it was her uncle, used to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is my favorite. This is my <laughs> favorite. Your grandpa. Yeah, I, know, grandpa. I know. Yeah. I know what this yeah. is. So this is my. This is my favorite <laughs> joke that I've heard because not everybody gets it, and you can always tell. You can always kind of pick out the the. Um, oh, how do I word this? You can pick out the the people in the room who are, are quick witted when you tell this joke. Uh, <laughs> I, I like this joke. so. Okay. Um, uh, this is back in the nineteen fifties. Uh, woman, uh, you know, she's you know at home and she notices that she's got a rash on her arm, and she goes in the bathroom and she checks it out, and then she starts looking and she's got a rash on her chest, and she she starts to see this, this and it's not bad, but it's 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 starting to scare her. Yeah, right. Um, so she she goes into the doctor's office uh, the next day and makes an appointment, and uh, you know she's waiting for her test results to come back. Then she gets blood work done, and the doctor comes back in. And he goes, oh, no, Mrs. Swanson, it's okay. Uh, you know, all you have to do is, um, you know, tell the milkman you're going to need an extra delivery of milk. You're going to need to take a milk bath for a, a week solid, and that should clear it right up. Mm-hmm. So she goes back home, and the next morning, the milkman uh, comes up to her door, and she's waiting for him. And she said, hey, uh, I just wanted to let you know I- I'm going to need... Uh, an extra order of, of milk. The doctor told me I need to take a milk bath for the next week. And the milkman says, oh, that, that, that's okay. Do you need it pasteurized? And she says, no, just up to my tits. <laughs> I love that fucking <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I love that joke because uh, some people, the, like, you know, the, the look that you get yeah, where it's right. like, I, I don't get it. Where they're, like, they're like nodding their head and they're with you, but they're like, I, what? You know, like, ah, I fucking love those. Things. She always, she always, Christy always says when she tells that, she immediately after says, and every time my grandpa tells it, my grandma goes, Lawrence! Lawrence! <laughs> <laughs> that's a great joke, right? Yeah, I love that's that. A, that's, a, that's a great joke. You got one, Ben? You got a joke you really like? Yeah, this is I, <laughs> This is a really stupid one. <laughs> Two whales are, are sitting at a bar. One whale says to the other, Second whale says, "God damn it, Steve, you're drunk again." <laughs> oh, I love that. That's a joke that gets funnier the longer you draw. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, I yeah. love jokes. Yeah, I love jokes. I love the nature of a good joke. I love. Uh, I have this weird thing that I do sometimes where 
when it's in the morning and I'm waking up and I'm kind of in between uh, asleep and awake, I will become cognizant enough of the fact that I'm dreaming that I'll start writing the dream. Yeah. Like, I'll start telling... Mm. I'll start knowing that I'm thinking about something to put into the dream. Yeah. And kind of tell myself these nonsense jokes that, like, in, when I wake up, I'm like, that's not funny. <laughs> 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 but uh, I just, I love the, I love, you know, I love the nature of a, a well-written joke. Yeah. Um, well, part of it's how you tell it. Like, you... Telling is everything. Right. It's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, the, it's the foundation with which you... Yeah, build it up to the punchline. Yeah. yeah, I think that's I think that's a that's a really important thing. Is you know the same people can deliver the same joke, and one can completely butcher it by, you know, not not giving the right parts of the joke the right emphasis or setup, um, rushing through things. And comedy is about rhythm too. Absolutely. Are yeah. you rushing or are you dragging? Not my <laughs> fucking tempo. Not, not quite my tempo. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, we we were watching some comedians bomb not too long ago, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. and and I think I think the common thread is, I one of the common threads is is not getting to the fucking point quick enough. Oh right, my God, it's yeah. too All much the... too much setup for not enough punchline. Yeah, it's, I, I, I you can equate hip hop and comedy in the same vein. And that it's all about vocalization, delivery, and timing. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? A lot of times a good joke is getting in, getting good, and getting out. Right, exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, uh, it's, it's, and especially when it comes to stand up, it's, I think, a relationship that the, the comic has with the audience of some sort. There's like a give and take in the room. Absolutely. Like if, you're, if you've done it long enough, you can probably really feel in that room how much, how long your leash is. Right. And what you mm-hmm. can get away with. Yeah. And that's, Again, that's kind of part of what inspired this this topic was was being able to get away with stuff. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Like what what is it that makes some things funny and and not others? You know what what uh, what is it that makes you know um, like one one of my favorite off color jokes is uh, is what's <laughs> what's the difference between. Uh, what's the difference between an, IS- an ISIS training camp and a Syrian elementary school? Oh, no. How should I know? I just fly the drone. That's so dark. For si- <laughs> but, I think I've heard you tell this yeah. joke before. I think I had the same reaction. <laughs> <laughs> but like, but like, what? <laughs> Oh, terrible! Okay. Well, that's another thing too. Is there's different ways for things to be, yeah. to be funny, right? Well, and yeah. well, like this podcast being a great example is the three of us are not funny. Well, yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, the three of us when the microphone is not on, like, yeah. we can get pretty blue on this podcast. Mm-hmm. We can get really mm-hmm. blue when the when the microphone's off. That's the thing is, I actually think people who listen to this might not be aware that there are things we won't say on here. Right. Yeah. Just for the sense, just for know, the sake of propriety. I, I have like I'm a pretty open book, and I'm not afraid to tell a lot of say a really. Uh, alarming amount of outlandish shit. <laughs> if I if I know it'll get a laugh, right, um, right. And I have to like I have to like. Take but that it back. but that that's the thing. If you know it'll get a laugh, right? Exactly, right. It 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 can't just be. All things are not always funny to all people, right? And exactly. and having the having the awareness Read and the wherewithal to yeah. 
Yeah. Now read the room. Well, let's say the thing is like I think the the context of the teller is super important. Sure. Um, Knowing the person, or f- at least ha- like in the case of stand up, like being a fan of the person and then feeling like you know the person because of that. You know what I mean? I will say people pick- people picking up this podcast. Yeah. Who don't know us, don't have any relationship to us, don't know anything about us. There's a really good chance someone would pick this up, listen, and be like, yeah, racist dickwads, and turn it off. Sure. That's true. <laughs> yeah. and, and, that's, and, and, and that's because knowing someone's intent sometimes has a lot to do with how you receive a joke. Intent, intent is a huge part of it. Yeah. It's a, it's a very, very huge part of it. It's, it's like, you know, if you remember that, um, that fiasco from a while back where... Um, uh, not Dane Cook, uh, some other garbage comedian. Um, <laughs> Daniel Tosh. Daniel Tosh. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 fired back at this at this woman, you know, basically with with the intent of of being of being malicious and and you know trying to kind of shut her down by making an off color comment about gang rape. Yeah. Um, you know, meanwhile on the other end, uh, Louis C.K. Makes makes one of the like the funniest jokes yeah. concerning rape. Yeah, yeah, right. Where he, where he, where he says, you know, you know, I mean, it, it, the punchline is like, you know, well, what else are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> if anyone hasn't seen that by now, which would astound me, it, it, you know, if you can believe it, it's a it's a it's a really funny, uh, in context, fairly appropriate joke about rape. Yeah, um, which is astounding to say out loud, honestly. Well, well, yeah, well here's be, the thing: because it puts the it puts the ridicule on on the on the rapist, the perpetrator, right? Yeah. It puts the ridicule on them, like like because yeah. obviously he's sarcastic when he says, you know, when when you're, you know, when. You, you haven't had sex in a while. You, you go out and rape someone. I mean, what yes. else are you gonna do? How <laughs> else are you supposed to have an orgasm with their right. body right. if they won't let you? That's his exact line. <laughs> which is, of course, and that's that's another thing too. Which right? is, of course, a ridiculous. Which is a big, the big nature. I think a, a very big part of what comedians often do. It, and I know that that Louis has written about this before. And you know, I feel weird talking about Louis because I'm I'm feeling weird about Louis because yeah, of all know. the shit that they. But just for the sake mm. of this conversation. I'll leave that out of it and just say that a lot of times what a comic will do is take a ridiculous stand they don't believe in because sure. they've just basically cut a block of ice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then whittle that thing down into something really funny because they're they're deliberately arguing against their own thoughts and that puts them in a corner. That makes for comedy. Right. Bill Burr is a perfect example of, of that. That's basically his entire act. This is yeah. this is what we refer to as as satire. This right. is this yeah. is, you know, all the outrage, you know, Jonathan Swift caused when he suggested that the Irish should eat their children. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, he wasn't wrong though. He wasn't wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I am Irish or fuck the Irish. Yeah. No. Um, don't fuck the Irish. Don't uh fuck when they will get more redheads around. When uh <laughs> <Christ>. when <laughs> When Randy Newman uh, put out that song ab- about uh, short about people? short people, short yeah. people got no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't want no short people around here. Yeah, and, yeah. and people people took that at face value, which you really can't. You can't no, do that with comedy. No, you can't. No, well, I, that, that's a big that's a big problem. I think that's why we have things well, that are off topic. Well, here's the thing: like this, or, this yeah. we uh, this this is where that Daniel Tosh issue falls into. Yeah. And I'm a firm believer of this. I, I get I get the argument that he was making, and I get the argument that Louis made 
um, kind of in defense of comedy, which is that yeah. everything has to be funny. And if, 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 and, and like, okay, things like rape, death, suicide, yeah. those are things that are inherently not funny. <clears throat> yep. But, but you have to be able to make light of everything in some fashion, or the world we live in is very dark and scary. Yeah. Um, and, and, and there's a way to make things funny. There's a way to make things funny without being malicious. Here's a question. Why? And you asked this. Let's focus on it because I think it's relevant here. Why do we feel the need to laugh? Why do we feel the need to have comedy? I think I have an answer for this. Please. I mean, I, mean, I think it's... I'm not the first one to say it. Right. But, <laughs> but, but, but the whole purpose of comedy is, you know, is to attribute levity, including and, and not, you know, not... In, including for the things that scare us, that are bigger than us, that are that we have no control over, things like probably especially for those things. Yes, sure, yeah, because those are those are the things that you know we need relief from, and comedy is relief. Laughter is relief. Sure. Yeah, you know, to the to the point that you people even unconsciously laugh when relieved. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I mean, like the the world sucks. Life is very hard, and mm -hmm. like it's it's a process. Mm -hmm. um, like much much in the way that they say that dreaming is a way that you process information in your head that's just on backlog. Mm -hmm. Laughter is a way of processing the horrible. You know. Yeah. I think so too. Yeah. You know. You know what's really interesting is um, uh, I remember uh, I remember reading once that that the current working theory that anthropologists have as to why humans laugh. Uh, uh, like you know, it's 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 something that comes naturally to us, and why do we why do we make this sound? Yeah. Uh, at certain things, and I, one of the one of the answers, one of the one of the current leading theories, uh, from what I remember, is is that uh, it's it's kind of an all clear signal. Yeah. Like, like 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 primitive humans, you know, living in a in a in a in a pack. In you know wherever the jungle or or what have you you know ape humans, and uh, and you know there's a there's a a rustling in the bushes uh -huh. might be a predator. You know, one of the humans goes and checks it out. It's it's two rabbits fucking, <laughs> <laughs> and so they make and so they make maybe a noise similar yeah, to that right. to sort of to sort of give like an all clear and yeah. be like like that's our. That's our like everything is fine reaction. Sure, that's um, really interesting. When, when which when, is maybe why people laugh when they're nervous. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's self reassuring mechanism of yeah. right. everything's fine. Yeah, um, yeah, and like like because there's there's I think two kinds of of incongruity that humans can experience. One is the incongruity of of expecting something to go one way and having it go south in a hurry, yeah, uh, which is where things like anger, fear, sadness come from, yeah. Uh, and then there's the incongruity of expecting one thing and having it go a direction you don't expect, but in like a positive way, and that's where like laughter, uh, yeah. y y stuff like that comes from. Well, there you have it: comedy and tragedy. You're right. Right. Like there's a reason the ancients you know paired these things together sure. and saw them as opposite sides of the same thing. Correct. Yeah, there there's it's it's incongruity to to expected uh, uh, experiences. Right. Yeah. Um, when when something incongruous happens, it's it it's an emotional extreme, you know, in in one way or another. That's really interesting. Um, I never thought about it that way. Because like because you know take the um 
you know, take the take the whale joke. You know, <laughs> the the humor in that comes from that you don't expect the the second whale to say anything. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You draw you draw out the the whale call for as long as you can, and then and then end it with, God damn it, Steve, you're drunk again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, something really blunt. Yeah, Com- comedy is very often about surprise. Punch, Correct. Yeah. Pun- a, a, a good punchline should. Uh, you know, put the entire joke into a, into a new context. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, well, I think uh, one-liners uh, are a real quick, I, maybe the quickest witted way to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because a lot of one-liners come out of left field and it's so far from what you expect. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Rodney Dangerfield's, yeah. um, you know... I, I I I asked the bartender to surprise me. He showed me a naked picture of my wife. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Um, uh, we all know what he means. Surprise yes. me. Give, you know, yeah. give me a random drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, it's that incongruity. It's the surprise of the punchline that right. puts the rest of the joke you into it. it. You gotta give it to Rodney. That was that oh, form of joke was his. Oh, he was, was a meal for yeah. He was a king. Yeah. Well, I, I like I I like I love the one-liner because uh, it's one of the, I, I like jokes that the audience has to catch up to. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Oh yeah. And that like okay, uh, uh, think of like Mitch Hedberg. Uh, I, uh, I used to do drugs. I still do drugs, but I used but to. But you right. used to too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know the, what I mean? The the one-liner takes the uh, <laughs> it. it the one-liner is different from, from I think, a traditional joke because a traditional joke sets up an expectation. Correct. But a one-liner takes an expectation that a reasonable person would already have. Mm, yeah. Uh, just living day to day. Yeah. You know, I used to drink, meaning now I don't anymore. Right. And then he takes it and, and yeah. you know, warps it. That's that's Yeah, That's there's something special about a one-liner. It is, it's like you got hit by a bus, you didn't even know it was right. there. It's just so... I poured spot remover on my dog, and he disappeared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stephen Wright, probably the uh, master uh, of that the format. King, the king. Um, Descartes walks into a bar, bartender asks him if he wants a drink. Descartes says, I think not, and vanishes. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. No, yeah, no I, I think I think too. There's there's the satisfaction also of getting a joke. Yeah, it's it's it is like a riddle or like a like a like a uh, or even just like like you know uh, like a, a lesson. It's it's like a new concept in in linguistics and and yeah. mental gymnastics. And so getting it is is really kind of a catharsis. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's also like an art form that we have. Like okay, so like it's much easier to articulate on some level like. Like, uh, for example, why 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 certain chords you know resonate with you? You know, they have, there's a mathematical relationship of the notes. It makes yeah. sense. You know, that the painting can evoke certain feelings and colors can be nostalgic. There's an understanding there of why that form works. Right. Comedy is so much more confusing, and almost feels kind of magical in a way. Because it is very hard to articulate why we laugh, sure. and even when we understand it, we still don't really get why we're doing right. that. Right, it's even knowing a plausible reason, still it doesn't take the magic out of it. Right. Yeah, yeah, and we're and when you think about it too, we're the because we're the only animals on Earth that that have such a high concept of like abstract thought and everything. Yeah, we're the only animals on Earth that do this, that make sure. jokes. Yeah. Right. You know, 
Unless we discover some hilarious dolphin jokes I don't know about yet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they might have. I'd be willing to believe that dolphins make jokes. Yeah. Like, play pranks on <laughs> Or, like, waggle their wieners at each other yeah. for a while. Yeah. I mean, I bet there's something. Sure. They're, they're smart. Which, incidentally, is still funny if you're a human. It's yeah. Waggling yeah. their wiener at you. Well, if a dolphin swam up to the glass and waggled his wiener at me, I think we'd both right. have a pretty good laugh. Yeah. And the dolphin would be, like, pointing a flipper at you, like, yeah. yeah. Look at my dolphin wiener. <laughs> I'd be like, it's uh, gross. Oh, that's gross. Sorry. What's, Keep waggling it, buddy. What's even What's even weirder is like how how there are there are like universal concepts of, of things that are funny. Yeah. No matter where you go in the world, farts, farts are, are always, always funny. funny. Always. Farts are always Flatulence funny. Flatulence is always 100% funny. Why? I don't, I don't know. That's a really good question. Well, it's, and like the the, the, the the not thought out answer is, well, it's a sound. But but right. they're like, okay, why is that? Why? Like, yeah. like is, there's no... We don't yeah. have a... It's just something, something about butts and the things that come out of them. <laughs> Are, are just inherently funny. Butts are funny. Butts are funny. Butts are funny. Butts are funny without farting. But <laughs> I mean, even just by themselves. Just, kind of butts. Just, just just like it's it's you know it's it's you know one of the, one of the more private areas of the body. It's it, yep. one of the most intimate parts of a woman's <laughs> body. Uh, it's it's it's. They don't I, know what that is. No, they don't. access to such a. Private, Private place. place. <laughs> I just I brought a lot of satisfaction from that. And, I, and it's it, it <laughs> like it, I don't know. It's, it's it, I think again it's like the incongruity of like you know we're we're supposed to be civilized people living in polite society, but you know we have butts and they make funny noises. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's it's. But yeah, there, like there are certain things I remember like like. I remember reading like the oldest dick joke in history is something like six thousand yeah. years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's it's it a couple years ago they they found it where I don't know where they found it written or engraved or what. Yeah, it was some, it, it was an Egyptian joke, correct? It's it's, it's old. I, well, it's so it's someone recounting uh, a story mm -hmm. of of a, a dissatisfied general leading his armies out of the pharaoh's kingdom. The pharaoh rides up and try and to catch up with him and tries to convince them to stay, and he you know he says think of your you know think of everything you're leaving behind you know think of your think of your think of your wife's your wives and your and your children, and and uh, one soldier steps forward and grabs his dick and says wherever this goes I will have no want of wives. <laughs> 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 That's a good one. Yeah. That's not bad. <laughs> yeah, it still works. Yeah. That's the other thing about. Comedy. I don't need. I don't need to worry about finding a woman as long as I have this with me. <laughs> yeah, like the, the the ways that jokes are told, we we have an expectation, and that changes. Like we have an expectation of how to be told something funny, but the subject material that is funny is timeless. Sure, and yeah. and jokes are funny. That's a good example. Jokes are, can be funny. Years into the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, unless they are specifically contextual to that time. Yeah. Right. Like good humor is still funny. Do you know? Like years. But no in, longer an ice cream brand. Yeah. Right. Like Claudius I'm, Maximus harvests grapes at sundown. It, like. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever read Roman graffiti. Like Roman graffiti, some of it's really, really funny. Some of some of it is just like what? Why bother? Yeah. Why, why would you write this? <laughs> is this is, is this a thing? Roman graffiti? Yeah, a lot of it. A, a lot of it actually comes from uh, Pompeii. There's hmm. there's graffiti preserved on the walls of Pompeii. And... I know it's the ashes of the people who died there. <laughs> right. Jesus. There, but there's you know it's it's things like a lot like what what you would expect from bathroom graffiti now. Like there's yeah. there's one that says you know I you know I made love to 
you know, Priscilla, the most beautiful prostitute in Rome in this alley. <laughs> or like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. That, that, yeah, it's weird. It's like, that's, that's a thing that, that continues to surprise me, especially like, I've, I've been watching a lot of documentaries. Uh-huh. You know, like the Prohibition documentary, you know, the Vietnam War documentary. Like, I watch a lot of that stuff. It continues to surprise me how much people don't change. Like, how much about us is is the same and just our circumstances are different. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it, it really... It's, uh... It's, uh... <laughs> huh. So this, uh... Here's one from, um... Uh... These are all from Pompeii. There's one that says, Weep you, girls. My penis has given you up. Now it penetrates men's behinds. Goodbye, <laughs> wondrous femininity. No way. <laughs> no way that's for real. These are these are all... These are all graffitis uh, from, from is, Pompeii. Is this for real? <laughs> Restituta, take off your tunic, please, and show us your hairy privates. <laughs> Amplicatus, I know that Icarus is buggering you. Salvius wrote this. <laughs> Big money Salvius. Big money Salvius. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I'm, 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 I'm part of me skeptical, but I, but I guess I believe you. Oh, uh, this, this one... Uh, this one's nice. We two dear men, friends forever, we're here. If you want to know our names, they are Gaius and Aulus. <laughs> wow. Aww. That's just two, just two guys a couple thousand years ago, probably carousing around town, decided to write their names on the wall. That's really so that sweet. History would know forever that they were best bros. And the unli- that's fucking cool, man. The unlikelihood that that would have been preserved. I mean, like, it, it, you know, that, it, had it not been for that event, we wouldn't know it. Right. <laughs> How many countless untold stories? That's just downright sweet. Um, I don't know. It's a, well. I, I don't know. Jokes are funny through the ages, man. Yeah. I screwed the barmaid. <laughs> That's all it says. That's all it says. Nice. <laughs> screwed? Hold on a minute. I'm really suspicious. These translations are, you know, particularly modern. Yeah. Well, there there is. Um, I mean, there are there are vulgarities in Latin, you know, that that loosely translate to things like buggered and yeah, yeah. and sodomized and fucked. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean, you're right. People don't people don't change. Our sense no. of our sense of humor doesn't change. It's always been just as vulgar as you know. Yeah. Shakes. You know, Bill Shakespeare put plenty of of stuff like that in his, in his plays. Oh, for sure, his, yeah. You know. All written for the for the common audience, right. so, you know. Could you know, William shell out a few coins to go watch a go watch a thrilling play at the Globe. Right. I got a question for you boys. While we're just talking about comedy, yeah. And this is this might be a difficult one. Is there actually any topic you can't imagine? You can't imagine ever being funny. Do you no, have any no. hard lines? On, on what's as, not funny? Yeah, like, I ever. Do, I, like, do, I do not. I don't think I do either. I don't... I, 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 do, I don't. I don't I don't know that I... Maybe this is a privilege thing, but, like... I know. I mean, it's it's something to think about. It's like... I think... I think... Okay, so, like, I don't think there's anything about me that I couldn't tolerate being made fun of, and I'm the first one to make fun of myself. Absolutely, mm. right. As, as most funny people... That are, none, that, are none of, that are none of us, again, yes. for <laughs> no, reminder. No, um, that's I, not true. We're funny. I, I, would, I, would say, I would say anything recent enough to, to still be, yeah. you know, felt. 
How how recent is recent though? Yeah. It depends on the audience. Again, yeah, it goes back <laughs> uh, to right. It depends on the audience. It, I think for you personally, for me, for me, for uh, me, for, no, for me personally, there is nothing that is off limits at any time. Uh, for for me personally, God, I, I don't even know. Like, okay, like it's too soon. I I I think for me, it's too soon to be making jokes about like the Texas church shooting that happened this past weekend. Yeah, only because I can't think of any. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, right there. That's a see, that's a prime example. But but because it had nothing to do with the shooting itself. Sh- sure, but yeah, I guess so. But that's but that's that, I guess that's kind of what I mean is the topic isn't it's not that the topic is off limits. Right. It's that the material has to be sensitive. Yeah. Yeah. It's the way you put it. Yeah. It's yeah. it's like remember what the onion did for um, you know, like they waited like 2 weeks and then started putting out stuff about 9-11. Yeah, right. and when they did, they ran that Hijackers article, right? It was, yeah. It was classic. Hi- hijackers surprised to find selves in hell. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah right. Yeah. The yeah. thing is, like, that's that for me is the essence of some of my favorite comedy. Sure. Is the comedy where you're you're laughing to keep yourself from crying. Yeah. yeah. It's something so bitter and dark, and something hits you and catches you off guard. In fact, I would love for you, because I don't think you've told it on the podcast, or maybe you have, I would love for you to talk about, not that this was so horribly dark and couldn't be joked about, but uh, uh, the story about our buddy, uh, I, I guess oh. I'll say, when Tommy told you that at, when, we, when you were working at Little Caesars. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he came out back. Oh, yeah. He, I don't uh, know if you said this on the podcast. I don't think I have either. It was, the fu- it was at, and still is one of the funniest things anybody's ever said to me. And it's relevant to this topic. Because it was so, like, you'd have to, I guess you'd kind of have to understand our friendship and the way that he was. He, like, his thing was always trying to get a rise out of me and, like, always trying to make me laugh. Yeah. And we used to try and do that to each other. But him more than me, he would, like, go out of his way to try and, and get a rise out of me. Yeah. And I was having a, uh, like, I was having a shitty day. I was having a shitty life. <laughs> like I, I, I was punching. He he had already been at work, um, and then I was uh, coming into work to work the night shift. Like I had just got uh, cheated on in high school. No, it was after high school. I had just gotten cheated on, like yeah. right out of high school, and yeah. like dumped unceremoniously. Yeah, and I was having kind of a shitty week, and it was just like a rough time. And uh, it's so nonsensical and absurdist that it, you know that it was really funny to me, and that's the kind of stuff I like. Right. And my my friend Tommy, I went out back. We used to smoke out back. There was like a ramp on the back by the uh, dumpster, and I went out back to have a cigarette before I punched in. And I was sitting on a folding chair back there, leaning up against the wall. And he came out with one cardboard box, which is not enough cardboard boxes to like legitimately justify going. It was outside. a special trip out there. <laughs> it was a yeah. special trip out there just to see me. Like he took one cardboard box outside and threw it in the dumpster just so he could come say hi, basically. And he, uh, uh, at this point, I was like, I was 18, 19, 18. And, uh, like, boy, you know, we're, both of us were children of divorce, like, uh, him earlier than me. I got My parents got divorced when I was, like, 13. His parents got divorced when he was younger. And uh, he comes out back, and he, like, uh, uncracks that box, and he, like, throws it in the dumpster. And he, he turns over to me, and he's like, hey, hey, man, your parents are out front. And I, like... <laughs> It was like a weird statement, and I, like I turned over and I looked at him, and I kind of like cocked my head to the side and raised an eyebrow, like what? You know, like because it just didn't make sense yeah. logically. And he's like, "Yeah, both of them." 
my parents too. <laughs> like, like yeah. and I realized what was happening, and I just put my head yeah. down and I started to chuckle. Oh wait, yeah, yeah, okay, go on. Yeah, yeah. I put my head down and I started to chuckle, and he starts slowly backing his way out the door. Well, you said they're all you said is they're out front. Right, they're out front. My parents are out front. Right. Okay. Right. I'm getting there. I, I know if you left it out. Okay. Yeah. I thought you might have missed part of. Okay, I'm no, sorry. No, it's alright. He's like, my par- your parents are out front, and I like cock my head. And he's like, yeah, both of them. My parents, too. And then I realized what he was doing, and I, like, put my head down, and I started chuckling. And he said, no. Oh, no, and then he said, uh, yeah, they're getting back together. <laughs> and he like, he, like, as he's slowly, like, backing back into the building, he goes, nah, it was actually a, it was actually a pretty bitter divorce. <laughs> and then he's like, <laughs> he closes the door. Yeah, and it was like, and I don't know why. Like I just sat out. And I, like you shut the door, and I just went. <laughs> I started chuckling to myself. I don't know why. That's, that it just tickled me. It was so perfect. It that's, was so funny. That's important. Is you gotta have a, you you gotta have a connection to the joke teller, and if you don't, then that connection has to be established first, and the joke teller has to be sure that that's been established. Right. You can't. You can't. You can't. You know, meet someone. And and introduce yourself with a nine eleven joke. Sure, yeah, you, know, right. you, you gotta yeah, like, you gotta ease into the nine eleven thing. Right. Again, that's the high wire of stand up comedy. Right. And especially if right. you're like someone who's new, not established, people don't know. You yeah. do not start with any bonus points or collateral. Right. You don't start no. with any recognition. You don't start with any of the sure. shit. No, you're 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 starting from square one. The best thing to do is is use your life as a jumping off point. Yeah. Right. Let let them get to know you. You know, um, like we watched that one guy who was it was like his first time doing comedy, <laughs> and and he killed it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> right. and, and there were a lot of a lot of it was was jokes about himself. You know, like like how he's he, you know I'm half Brazilian, half Canadian, so you know I like I like to say I'm sorry when I'm robbing you, you know, like <laughs> you know stuff like that. Um, that's self-deprecation too, and it's right. another way that, that I that's think, a good way to warm up the people. You know, yeah. building collateral is largely about like you know. You know, uh, definitely. Yeah. The, the 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 audience needs to know either a you do take yourself seriously and you don't give a fuck that they hate you, which I don't think works as often as you don't take yourself. The very seriously. The only one who right. pulled that off was um, help me. Uh, 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 one of the greatest. I don't know if you're thinking of Dice. No, not Dice. Dice came out all the time, no. just being like, "Now nah, fuck everything. I don't care." No, um, rock star image. Help me. The the guy who was always talking about JFK. Fuck. JFK. Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> Help me. Help me here. Uh, Bill, Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks. Oh, yeah. Bill yeah. Hicks was the, the king of I don't care what you think he, of me. He was the true rock star yeah. comic. Yeah, yeah, he really was. Yeah. The king of the king of I don't care if you laugh at me or not. <laughs> I don't care if I go too far for you. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I think I think a lot of it too is you know, again, the audience. You gotta listen when if if someone tells you that it's not funny, hmm. you gotta listen. Sure. You know, it might yeah. be funny to you, but if it's not funny to the person you're telling it to, then what's the fucking point of exactly. the joke? Right. You know, um, your story reminded me too of um, of uh, what was it? It was um, I can't think of her name. Uh, Leslie on Parks and Rec. Oh, uh, yeah, Amy yeah, yeah. Poehler. Amy Poehler. Poehler. Yeah. Um, she had just like what miscarried, I think. Oh uh, no 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 no. The 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 setup is that. Uh, she's on SNL. 
She's on um, SNL. Uh, John Hamm is guest hosting. Yeah. Her, uh, Christy loves this story too. Her, uh, her, um, what you call it? Like I think it was her OBGYN. Yeah, had, oh, just, had died, just passed away, and that's she right. was due to give birth in like days. Yeah, and this is like this is like the like the one person she would trust to help with this delivery. Yeah, I knew it had something to do with with childbirth. Yeah, um, yeah, her OBGYN had just passed away, and you know it's like the one it, it, bitter OBGYN for like all of her adult life, and yeah. and like the one person she trusted to deliver this baby. And John Hamm comes up to her and puts a hand on her shoulder and says, Amy, I need you to relax because you're really messing this up for me right now. Yeah. <laughs> or something like, something like that. I think his exact words were, I need you to get your shit together because this is a big deal for me right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and she just lost it. Yeah, right. <laughs> it so was good. exactly the 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 <laughs> the right amount of funny at yeah. exactly the right time. It's it's uh yeah, it's, it's from a person that from you know between two people that obviously you know know each other and know what one the other would appreciate. Yeah, right. That's really good. It's uh, it totally relieves pressure. The I mean, tension takes. That's attention. another thing. It's it's well, just another thing of taking that tension off and, and being able to laugh at something scary. And that's I think why my friend Tommy was one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life because he yeah. like the the thing that I respected most about that about him was that I remember when I was thirteen or fourteen. Uh, my grandpa died, and he was the first person to make a joke after that. Yeah. You know, you know that awkward moment. Like, and I, okay, you know, I, 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 maybe I'm not in tune with my emotions. I'm sad when people die, but I understand. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah. And I just don't like, like, oh god, you know, my life is already boring. I don't like the fucking. Yeah. The, are you okay? Are you you know? I can't. Grief I doesn't can't, need to be dry. I can't handle right. that. Grief doesn't need to be that. inhumanly dry. Right. It just it just bothers me. And he was like, I think the joke. We were fourteen. So like the first joke he made was like, he's like, man, I'm really sorry about your grandpa, but your grandma, she's single now, right? <laughs> 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 and it was like I mean it was like the next day oh. and it was just it was just what I needed to hear it was just what I needed to hear isn't, yeah. isn't it isn't it weird that, that we're getting into now comedy by way of grief yeah right like, yeah. like, like comedy as, as a result it's it's <laughs> Finding equilibrium in your life, you you need humor to get that equilibrium. Well, it goes back to what you were saying before: is it's the it's the balancing act. It's how we you know equate that. You swing the pendulum back from tragedy yeah. to you know. yeah. Why 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 is it that you know like the you know the 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 poorest the poorest fuckers you know in in you know in Shakespeare's day you know yeah. would would. Go to the theater, and they're the ones, you know, cracking up at the dick jokes that are hidden in there, and like, you know, throwing shit on the stage. You yeah. know, that's you know, it's it's that counterbalance. It's that sure. e it's that equilibrium. You know, finding finding joy to fill the places where that's. I think that's ultimately like why. I think that's ultimately why I I I would I would say I'm an optimist is because yeah. we we do have we don't have a tendency to to. Balance out uh, disequilibrium in our lives with grief. We yeah. have a tendency to balance out disequilibrium in our lives with humor. Sure, yeah. We are we are beings that seek uh, the positive. Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, when it goes too far as ridicule, you know, there's there's definitely a difference between poking fun and and ridiculing someone. Yeah. Um, uh, but. 
but I, I, I think that I, I think it's uh, it's a pretty important part of of the way we interact with each other and the way our, sure. the way our species uh, 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 copes with things. Right. I think that too. And even ridicule can be good if it's done in jest. You know what I mean? And not ge- yeah. The Friars roast. The Friars Club roast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, perfect yeah. example. We roast it's the ones we love. Straight up. Straight up ridicule. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but. I have a question for you guys. I, I have a question, honestly. Uh, can you think of the best laugh, the best laugh you ever got, or the time that you were the proudest to get a big laugh? Oh, I will tell. I'll tell you a story if you want. While I to warm you up, while you think. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. I don't know if you guys have. I've had some good ones. Oh, the best laugh I've ever had. Yeah. Oh, I will tell you one of my favorite ones ever, and it wasn't even a particularly. It wasn't that the audience was especially great. It was just that the the, the thing that the, the everything worked out. But we were on a company uh, bowling outing, like everyone out bowling, and uh, we were sitting uh, in front of the lanes. It was me and a guy I work with, and both of our boss. And he was sitting there. We were talking about just like. Uh, I don't know. We were just talking about like day to day office life, and I told my buddy, "You have no idea how many farts I don't blow on you." <laughs> and our boss like almost fell over. <laughs> and something about it was like, I just, I'll never forget how happy I was. <laughs> oh, the best laugh you ever got from someone else. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so like, you know, like the times where you got an mm. unexpected laugh, or like a, or maybe someone who doesn't laugh that much, and yeah. you got a good laugh out of them. Yeah, I feel like those are like very precious times. Um, oh God, I'm trying to think. the uh, The one that comes to mind actually happened on this podcast, and it's still, mm. I think, the funniest, the hardest. I've one of the hardest times I've ever laughed in my life <laughs> was was on this show. Is it? I, I know which one. It was the be. episode where, uh, 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 with uh, with Christy Guesty Boopinport. Yeah. Uh, it was a, the it, just because of the genuine reaction you had. Yeah, we were talking. We were telling the stories about like the it was the retail nightmares episode. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about you know uh, this this older woman comes into the library and she's you know like a real non traditional student. <laughs> oh yeah. And I said yeah. And I, and I was like she's a clown on stilts. And then like <laughs> you you and Christy we, we went, immediately we laughed. Went, like you just yeah, like we immediately died. And then you looked at me and you 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 did one of these. You stopped, and then you turned your head over to me and you went, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> and I just I couldn't help myself. Yeah. I was trying to add to that, but like the more you guys kept going, the harder I kept laughing. Yeah, and it, I don't know. It was just like a genuine where everybody that was great. Like picked that was up uproarious. Yeah. yeah, that was really funny. Mm-hmm. I can't. I'm trying to think. Because I've, I've gotten some, I think we all, I, everybody in this room has gotten some big laughs yeah, from sure. I, I Two immediately come to mind. One is, um, one is when we were, when we were doing Tetris Attack and, uh, the, you know, the, uh, the, mo- we, the moist The moist we were, we were talking, we were talking about, we were talking in fakey French accents about, uh, you know, we should come to the country and give them a wet really. Yeah. And I, and I pull out, uh, or as the French call it, the boy ski so That's such funny. a great... That is one of my favorite jokes you've ever, <laughs> that ever really called. The Boyce-Guillaume. The Boyce-Guillaume. The Boyce-Guillaume. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but the, the reaction that it got from from all present room, was, yeah. was yeah, we a died. real mark of pride for me. <laughs> um, 
It cemented you as the funniest on the show. Yeah. The, sure. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'm very sure the, about that. The 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 other one I remember was um I was at Inner Circle once with a bunch of a bunch of um uh, regulars at the time, and uh, we were reading about some story about a guy who who uh, was admitted to the hospital because he had a cell phone shoved up his asshole. Yeah. And and we you know so we were. We were like, you know, all the, you know, all the expected jokes you could, you could make from that. And, and, uh, you know, we started talking about like, why would he do that? And someone brought up, well, you know, the vibration, you mm. know, it, sure. it, it, you know, maybe he was trying to get off. Yeah. <laughs> and, That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and, and I, I just like something clicked in my head and I, and I said, uh, I said, well, hopefully not in the emergency room. He can't come to the phone right now. <laughs> And the whole bar <laughs> just just all at once. <laughs> That's not bad. I love that. That's a solid joke. That's yeah. a closer. That's yeah. what that is. That's a closer. <laughs> so this is what I mean, is there's something really magical about like a, like in in the room, like a big organic, just everyone uh, laughing, an uproarious. not expecting something. There's something so great about laughter together. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the the thing, like the inside joke, the, that's it. Uh-huh. I think that was born from that trip I took from work. Oh my and god! And now everybody's doing that thing. Hey, people at my job <laughs> are doing it. Right. Right. I don't know if we ever told that story on this show. No, I, think, I, I think sorry. I think Aubrey's been doing it now. Everybody's too. doing it. I got like the that's winner right. was when I got my girlfriend to do it. When Trisha did it, because Trisha's usually the one who's looking at me like, come on, mm. like stop yeah. joking all that's, the time. But when she, she did that to me when uh, we stopped at McDonald's. Uh, she's like, "What do you want?" And I'm like, "Ah, let me get a Big Mac meal." That's it. I was like, "Ah, it's catching on." It's, well, that was that was my boss, some guy. Like, we um, uh, the, we had to pair off with. We were there with people from all over the East Coast. Yeah. So New York, Jersey, it's like a sales Boston. Trade, right? It was a sales Boston. Boston. Yes. And, we, and we were in Connecticut, so we're in the you know we're in the the Northeast. And, yeah. Uh, mm. Uh, God, it was this guy from uh, some store. He got paired up, and this guy was weird. It was, it was an older guy, weird, kind of looked like a potato. This hunched over, and my boss Ben, who I'd love to get on the show at some point, um, got paired off with him. And they like the the assignment from it was a training from one of the companies. The assignment was to introduce yourselves to one another, and then. Tell the other person everything you know about the what whatever item they put you in front of, and they got put in front of a dishwasher yeah. to introduce themselves. Yeah. And um, I'm sorry, <laughs> you got some, you got some to escape thick, from me. Thick gaseous burps right now, buddy. <laughs> but, but he like they went through this whole thing, and he told he told <laughs> he told this guy like Ben started, and he told this guy everything he knew about the thing. He's like, well, what do you you know what do you know? And he's like, it's all the shit that we tell people, mm-hmm. you know, because most people don't want to know like the detailed shit. They want to know. Yeah, they want to know the high level. Yeah. What can it do? Right. How can it make my life better? It's like, oh, it's got yeah. this finish that's fingerprint resistant. Oh, it's got these nylon racks. So yeah. They don't chip. They don't rust. Oh, it's got this stainless steel tub. And he told him, like, the basic rundown of what we would tell people. Yeah. And the guy looked at him and went, that's it? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, it wasn't that good for, you know. Yeah. That's it? That's it? And he's like, well, you know. He's like, well, you know, it also, you know. But that that's what the joke became. And he's like, he looked at him and he's like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right. In the moment, there was not a well, you know. Right. It was just, yeah. 
That's, that's it. it. Right. <laughs> and then we started doing that, like, well, well, you know, it's also got this. Well, you know. <laughs> you know. And then you keep doing that. that that's why that joke is so universal, because everybody does it. Everybody, right. everybody well, it also sucks your dick and right. prints money. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it also, you know, uh, asks your father if I could marry you. <laughs> well, well, it falls through. I won't leave you at the altar. <laughs> well, you know, it also has <laughs> right. a little bit of coin. It takes you on a nice honeymoon, you know, shows you a nice time. <laughs> yeah, but no, like that, that like that running gag, like that, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. You know, that's it's it's interesting that the, you know the gags and the in jokes get brought up. You know, we we do the uh, it's been a long time. Now oh, I'm telling some jokes, but wait, <laughs> yeah, we do like don't, don't clap with a cigar in your hand, kids. <laughs> the, 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 the idea of humor as a bonding experience. Sure. Yeah. True. You know, that's it, basically this entire show. Is, is yeah, a, a way of, you know, in jokes and and running gags and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, a way to kind of kind of signal to each other yeah. that, you know, hey, we you know, we share similar life experiences. You know, it's a much healthier uh, basis for friendship and bonding than what I think so often was like in, in my past. I've seen a lot of people bond over what they hate, and yeah. it's cynical and shitty. Right, yeah. right. You know, like bonding over what you like and what makes you laugh and what things exhilarate you. That is that is a very healthy way key. to connect. Yeah, with people. sure. Yeah, like yeah. We are we are three guys who who can and have sat around watching episodes of Iron Chef. Sure, just, sure. just because we like food and we like right. we like some creativity. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> uh, the uh, challenger right now is dumping the oysters into a large boiling pot. Oh, I'll have to see how that turns out. Uh, yes. yes, but see, but see, that's what that's why I think uh, I think stand-up comedy is like probably even harder than most people oh, seem to think it is. It's because you have, you have to create that that bonding experience sometimes in as short as 5 or 10 minutes with a crowd of like 20 to 1000 people. Right. Can I say on that topic nothing makes me laugh more than when the least self-aware guy you know and you could fill this person in in your head goes, you know, I'd be really good at stand-up. You know, it's just like, I got some great stories. I'd be like, really? Man, I'd just be so good. I, I, I yeah. think, you know, like, like you really actually have uh, to, because I know a lot of guys who, like, they're, first of all, not funny. Yeah. Second of all, not real. They, they're, they're full of themselves. Uh-huh. They, would, they would get murdered on stage. Yeah. I know these guys. Um, it cracks me up when someone's just like, no, I, just, I could do it. I'd just be great at it. Yeah. No, like no, that, you would it's not suck for you. ass forever. If you don't, if yeah. you don't think you're gonna fail miserably at it, then you don't belong on that stage. Ding, ding, Dunk. fucking yeah. ding. You know, you know how I know I wouldn't be good at it is because I have, I have, like a grand total of, you know, I can count the number of friends I have on like one hand. My two best ones are right here in this room. Hey, buddy. I can't connect to people. I, I can't do that. I, I can't. I can't deliver like a series of funny, relatable experiences uh, in you know in ten minutes to a, a, a crowd I'm not, of, I'm, of but, drunk people. I'm, that's why you'd be good at it. Yeah, the thing because, is because you, ah. because you don't think so. Here's the thing: is realistically, we'd all be bad at it, but we might get good. Right. Because the thing is, it is not a thing anyone comes out the gate in as... No, no, it's a skill. It, it, is, it is an art form. Even comedy that guy I've who, been like, penning, nailed it. I've been penning a 20-minute stand-up comedy set for, like, the better part of three years now. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I would love to do that romantically in my head. Yeah. All day. Hit the yeah. right open mic, man. No, I mean, the not, thing is, you're gonna chew asshole. Yeah. But if you like it, you're gonna keep doing it. Right. That's yeah. the thing is, nobody's good when they start. Like nobody it's, is good. It's an art. It's a skill, like yeah. any other. Comedy is is something that needs to grow over time. That's why you know. Um, have you heard of the Dunning Kruger effect? Mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, nope. I was gonna say that bow bow one, not that one. The one where it's like day bow. What bow, is the bow, one where like day bow bow? <laughs> I'm thinking of that. Oh weird no, one no, where it looks the, like no, no. Okay, the McGurk effect. The McGurk effect. That's the McGurk. That's the, that's, that's where you get a tattoo of the chicken banana lady. <laughs> the that's Coach a, McGurk uh, effect. That's I feel a, like we bred it. <laughs> Don't live my life. No, that's a that's a sensory illusion. Which um, one is that one? The Dunning Kruger effect describes the the the. Tendency might be too strong a word, but oh, but the I... but the the uh, it describes the phenomenon or it, it explains the phenomenon of someone who is unskilled at a thing believing that they are very skilled at a thing, yeah. mm-hmm. and someone who who maybe is very skilled at a thing believing that they are not as skilled as they actually are. Yeah, we um, tend to estimate our competence exactly opposite what it is. When when you have less exposure to a skill set. And you you learn a bit of it. You're like, oh man, I, I really got the hang of this. I'm super fucking good, even though in reality you, you're you're not. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, the person who's been doing it for years tends to see more of what they do wrong and more of their hang-ups. Because and, they know what greatness looks like. Because right. they're actually in. And right. they and they underestimate their skill level yeah. when they're, they're they're actually better than what they think they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the, the same is very 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 true of comedy. I think I think people. There, there is definitely a tendency. I think, I think we all know, uh, not any specific person. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I don't have anyone specific in mind. But I think, I think we all know someone who who suffers from a bit of Michael Scott syndrome, where they think they're the funniest person, yeah, in the room, and and they're just not. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, uh, a big part of that is that you want to be so badly right that you try so hard. It. Yeah, and you know, what? honestly, we can, we can be talking about ourselves right now. Sure, because it's, <laughs> right. it's pretty hard to be aware of yourself. So let me yeah. just say full disclosure: we could be three incredibly annoying dudes, and maybe <laughs> art. We somebody. might. We might be. Maybe but art the thing somebody. is, the, it, we're funny to ourselves. Yeah, and to we're, each other. We're funny in the same room with each other. You know what I mean? In the yeah. moment, like we're all funny to each other. Man, this is some real meta self-conscious shit. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah for real. Well, but it's true, man. Like, I think you guys are hilarious. Yeah, I love hanging out with you guys. I love our stupid, 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 jokes. stupid. Yeah. Um. So I, I don't know. I feel like we might be coming up on. Uh, we got, we got some time yet. If you, we're sitting around an hour and a, an hour and a half, a little more. Can so. I, can I pose a a suggestion? Yes. Can we? I'm curious what you guys think on this. I know we've talked about it before in some regard. Can you place, if you had to, make it? Let's make an informal and maybe no necessary order. <laughs> Damn the bottle cap heard around the world. Jesus. Uh, uh, can we make? Can we make an informal list of maybe the top ten greatest? We'll stand up. We'll say stand up comedians of all time. I don't know if I've watched enough stand up mm-hmm. to, to be qualified. What do we, what do, we to... do? TV. We've okay. all watched a lot of TV. Okay. Oh, funniest uh, funniest TV. Yeah. Hmm. 
You know that one. That one we could probably all wrap ourselves around, right? Well, I mean, I think. Well, all right. Well, what about, what about like what about like top three for each of us? Top like funniest. Or, okay. Top three funniest uh, uh, things on TV, or uh, or, or if you want to make stand, if you want to do stand ups and TV or something. I don't know how you want to do stand ups, TV, movies. The three things that make you laugh the hardest, whatever they might be. Mm. Oh. Let's go really, really broad because. Hell, it is an informal list after dank all. Dank memes, dank memes, and dank, dank memes. memes. Done. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Done. Episode over. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Um, you gotta watch out for your dank memes. Watch um, out for your dank memes. <laughs> Speaking of that, even though he's not gonna make my list, fucking Carl Stefanovic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I know he, that's not the guy that said it, but like, you know, when I think Australia, I think Carl right. Stefanovic <laughs> yeah. only. That guy. Um, I can tell you, I'll, I'll tell you my top three favorite TV shows as far as comedy goes. Uh, mm. the, the first one is really, really easy for me. It's Arrested Development. Yeah. Sure. I don't think I can think of a show more cleverly written, more punchy, um, better characters. I mean, like, uh, it's. I know that not everybody is in love with this show, but I think Arrested Development is my number one. That's pretty um, I don't necessarily include the Netflix reboot <clears throat> season in that, mm-hmm. and I know they're going to make more. Um the funniest stuff that they did was in the, in the middle of the second season, probably. Yeah. <clears throat> but it's things like, you know, Job is buying a boat, and it's called The Sea Word, like as an out to sea. And he's, and he's in it, which is funny enough, right? It's called The Sea Word. And, and he's in a room with his brother Michael and his mother, and Michael tells Job, get rid of The Sea Word. And his mother says, I'll leave when I'm good and ready. <laughs> Like, jokes like that are so, so clever. Um, that's got to be number one. Oh, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, and I know it's like, really, you know, maybe it has a lot to do with when I was bored and my age and my era, but I feel like The Office is endlessly watchable. Absolutely. I know you're just starting to get into it, but I know you've yeah. been enjoying it. Uh, some of the best some of the best characters on TV, period, I think. Some of the just best written, most rounded yeah. characters. Yeah. Um, really, really, really great development, and a hateable character that is still lovable, which is still, I think, one of the greatest feats on television. Yeah, I've, I've had some oh, the Walter White effect. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> I've had some audible awes uh, for certain Michael Scott scenes. Yeah, right. Um, real, real close to the beginning of the series, uh, there's one episode that just ends. He's had he's had a real cringeworthy day, and it just ends with him handing out candy to kids and like. Just being real nice and, and complimenting them on their yes. costumes. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And I was like, oh. It was the day he had to fire somebody, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Devin. Devin. Yeah. Yeah, Creed, like, kind of. Creed Machiavelli's his way out of getting fired. Uh, really, really great. Uh, actually, I, I, I think I might be stumped for a third, and I might have to come back to it, because, you know, it's, it's always hard to put I'm, something in the I'm going to throw spot. one at you, and I'm going to see what you respond here. Yeah. How about Seinfeld? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, you I mean wanna, you wanna, it's like, in the pantheon, for sure. Maybe one of, one, maybe not the last, but one of the last great sitcoms. Of the traditional sitcom format? Yeah. Like, your big network sitcoms? I mean, like, it's... It, it dances circles around fucking Kevin can wait. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Like young Sheldon. Yeah. Now, I, now I, uh, now I feel that uh, like because I haven't watched much Seinfeld. Oh yeah. yeah. But but, I, can, but you can name at least a dozen moments. I would I'm imagine. Thinking, from the Newman. Show. 
Yeah, yeah culturally yeah. explosive shit. Sure. The soup Nazi. The soup Nazi. <laughs> there was uh, a thing about the, the contraceptive uh, sponge. Dolores! Dolores! <laughs> oh my god. It shrinks? Yeah. <laughs> I was in the pool. Was I was thing. in the pool. Yeah. I mean, like you could, yeah. you could probably put together twenty immediately recognizable. There's now, at least a ten minutes of Kramer entering Jerry's apartment. Yeah, you know, that you can yeah. assemble on a clip somewhere. Now yeah. I feel, I feel that, I feel that uh, uh, from from what I know of the show, I feel that Always Sunny is kind of the spiritual successor. Yeah, in that nobody yes. nobody's a good person, so you don't feel bad for laughing at their right, misfortunes. Exactly, exactly. I think this is a thing we've talked about before, but I, I will reiterate it because I think it's such a valuable like lesson. The shows are written in the same way. Yeah. Larry David told the writers of Seinfeld there are two rules, basically. No hugging and no learning. Yeah. Right. <laughs> At the end of the yeah. show, nobody hugs and learns a lesson and makes right. They're just selfish people right. being shitheads and you like mm -hmm. them because they're like you in some way. Mm. Yeah. They're, they're the manifestation of your own worst impulses and God forbid they should ever get better or you'd stop loving to laugh with them. Right. Uh, right, and exactly. It's sunny is exactly the same thing. No, yeah, nobody gets better. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nobody learns anything. Nobody become. Nobody improves as a person. If anything, they get worse. Right, they get markedly <laughs> worse. In fact, early when you watch the first season of It's Always Sunny. The characters like Dennis are still redeemable. Yeah. D, D is the voice of reason. D is in that rational. First season. Yeah, and as time goes on, you know, she 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 becomes you know as self obsessed and and you know yeah money hungry or right. uh, you yeah. know the or only the only obsess. the only difference is she just disagrees with the guys all right. the time. <laughs> Yes, but her ideas are still just as horrible. <laughs> yeah, she she you know she's gonna be famous someday, despite doing no effort, and she thinks she's you know like like she she sees so much in herself that nobody else sees. I mean, like she's basically she's narcissism yeah. as is Dennis. Yeah, they don't improve; they get worse. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it, it's um I remember I remember um uh. <laughs> And she said, I took a film studies class in college. And, <laughs> no, but really, I took a I took an intro to film studies class in college. Yeah. And and one of the, one of the things that that really stuck out to me about that class was when we were watching Charlie Chaplin films, and yeah. and we learned what the the cinematic difference is between tragedy. This from a cinematography standpoint, what the difference between comedy and tragedy is. The difference is distance. Mm. If you're if you're watching someone, you know, trip and fall to the ground and grab their knee in pain, if the camera's close up to them, you feel for them. You're sympathetic. Right. You're like, oh no, how could that happen to them? If it's far away, and like it's just one person in like a crowd of people, and it's like, <laughs> look at that dork, <laughs> you know. And and you know, the, the I think the film that we used. To illustrate it, it was a Charlie Chaplin film. Was like all the all the stuff that was supposed to be funny, was shot at a distance. You know, you got the full, you know, Charlie Chaplin body motion. Right. Uh, you know, it's supposed to be funny, but at the end, there's you know, it's it's Charlie like something happens with with a, a woman who like turns him down or something. And Charlie like, you know, makes kind of a sad face, but it's like right up on him, mm. and like you know, 
with all the detail and it's you know it's clear because it's like right up on him you're you're supposed to empathize with him sure yeah. it's not funny that he that this has just happened to him it's sad this is something we haven't touched on enough is I'm, that comedy is empathy I'm gonna throw you a quote yeah. which is actually the namesake of one of my favorite podcasts I brought it up on the show before okay um, it's a Charlie Chaplin quote actually uh-huh. uh, and it goes along with this he, he said um, life is a tragedy in the short frame but a comedy in the long shot. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, the long, one of my favorite podcasts is the long shot I podcast. didn't know that that's, that's the, where it came that's from. That's their namesake, yeah. yeah. But it's, it's that, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's a little quip on, you know what I mean? That, that you, you can't laugh, you can't, on some on some level, you can't laugh too much when you're too, too close, I right. guess. Right, exactly. Uh, and I think that's a little bit of a, a delicate thing that, you know, comedy tries to balance. Is, right. Is being far enough enough away from the subject to appreciate the humor of a thing without getting so close that you hurt too much with them. Yeah. Right. It, it's right. Like 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 uh, like like uh, again. Always sunny. Um, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Dennis tries to pretend that that D has a developmental disability so they can get yes. welfare and yes. government assistance. The funny the funny thing is not. Special needs. The funny thing is not developmental disabilities. Yeah. The funny thing is that they're horrible enough to try, try and right. to try and do this. Yeah. The funny. Uh, the funny same, thing. Is, same with Cartman. To I was going to say be, uh, that 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 episode, the special, and then and then episode. losing at everything. Yeah, Car- fucking hilarious. Cartman pretending to have Down syndrome to, to get into the Special Olympics. In yeah. fact, in fact, if I remember correctly, I don't even know if they said he had Down tr- syndrome. I think what happened was. His mother had the form in hand, and she goes, "Can't you see how retarded he is?" Yeah, right. right. <laughs> right. No, 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 that's it's always sunny. Actually, yeah, I'm getting yeah. mixed up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. So right. can't you see how retarded she is? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's not. Yeah, it's the funny. The funny thing is not you know developmental disabilities. Right. The funny thing is how awful these people are for for trying to pull this. Which yeah. is to yeah. double back on something we talked about earlier, and I guess it's probably like a good overall point. Is like people like us who really like laughing, you know, yeah. and really take comedy kind of seriously, just for entertainment purposes. We want to know why. We want to know why I, something's funny. One because, of my favorite things to do is analyze why something yeah. is funny, yeah. which is annoying as shit, by the way, to people that don't don't think get like on us. it. Right? <laughs> I, I know. My, my, my buddy Joe. Who, who, you know, he and I used to talk about stuff like this I mean, a lot. To be fair, you have to have a pretty high IQ to understand Rick and Morty. It's true. You gotta be pretty smart <laughs> to watch Rick and Morty. Yeah, you really do. Yeah. Plebs. No, but like, I, I, I used to talk with him about this thing, and he used to get annoyed with me and be like, you know, I don't care. It makes me laugh. Yeah. But I think first for uh, us, I love I love to analyze because it's, it's a it's, I, I can't identify that because I love to break down a joke. Yeah. Okay. So like, let's take an example. So what here. comedy nerds do? Right. Let's take an example here. One of the jokes we've been watching Stranger Things lately. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the one of the jokes you, at the first week that I was here watching the episode with you, uh, the Dave threw this thing out. Matt, Matt Modine. 
who has done more than this. <laughs> TVs. <laughs> yes, TVs without, right, exactly. He's who's done more than this. He was joke he's fucking Joker in uh full metal jacket for Christ's sake. Yeah. A uh, huge role. But that's him? That's, that's him. That's that's him. That's, he's that's, private joker. He's private that's the joker. one thing you might what? know from. Right. That's the one thing the you one might know thing. from. Holy shit. Right. Yeah. But uh Matt Modine, who play, who's on Stranger Things, is kind of like the uh the creepy scientist bad science man. Right, exact bad science man, exactly. <laughs> but like he came on the screen. And uh, for the first time on the show, and you're like, oh, yes, TV's Matt Modine. That's funny. That's funny because, who? A, who's Matt Modine? Yeah. And you're answering that question by saying, oh, he's from TV. Oh, he's TV's Matt Modine. Not like from a specific thing. He's just TV's Matt Modine. Yeah, right. right. And that that (laughs) immediately struck me as so fucking funny. My my favorite thing about Matt Modine is when you said, oh, Modine didn't. (laughs) And it's it's not even like... It's remarkable, right? Because, like, just saying, oh, it's TV's Matt Modine isn't inherently funny. It's, it's, it doesn't well, make well, sense. It doesn't make sense as to why. For me, I still don't know why. For me, I still don't know why I'm laughing. Except that it's an elevation of a guy you never heard of. Exactly. Right. right. Well, yeah, that's yeah. why that's funny. It's, <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's like, not, like, of course he's from TV. Everybody knows TV's TV, Matt Modine. TV, and it's not television. It's it's TV. <laughs> TV's uh, Matt Modine. Yes. Yeah. TV's Matt Modine. TV, TV's right. Frank. Right, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and son of TV's Frank. Son of TV's. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's one of those things It's just, okay, okay I'm going to take, I'm going to take a meme. Was one that we broke down in detail, yeah. much to the chagrin of both of our girlfriends at the time. Oh, which one was that? Uh, Are you was, talking to? I'm talking about Loaf Dog. Okay, so let's talk about Loaf Dog for a minute. For those of you who don't know what Loaf Dog is, Google that. Google show. Loaf Dog. Yeah. It's just a gigantic pug it, sitting in a wad. In the in, he's it's, on I, a I don't even think countertop. it's really a pug. It's it's a it's a lo- it's a photoshopped loaf of bread with a pug face on it. <laughs> no, it's really a dog. He's perfectly, loaf but he's shaped. perfectly loaf shaped. It can't be a dog. It, well, it, it's definitely a dog, but maybe they morphed him into the yeah, shape of a bread. I but think he's so. but he's laying on a kitchen <laughs> counter and he's like looking up at the camera and the caption says. Get off the counter, loaf dog. You're not actually bread. <laughs> Someone will spread jelly on you. You don't want to be a sandwich, do you? You're a dog. And we broke it down, and you and I, for we like an hour, beat. for like a fucking hour, we broke down why that was funny. Yes. And we came to the conclusion that the reason that that becomes funny is not the rest of the... It's not the photo. It's not the rest of the words. Yeah. It's the word actually. Actually is the funny part. You're not actually, Brad. <laughs> like, like, implying that it believed at one point in time was, that it is Brad. Yeah. Exactly. It exactly. creates this whole extra impression <laughs> in the back of your head. <laughs> You're not actually, it's Brad. Kind of, it's kind of, you know what it is? Is It's kind of like... Uh, it's like... Um, God, how do I explain this? It's like when you bake something... And then you kind of give it that egg wash, and it becomes golden. Yeah, it's like it's not any different, really. But the color and the character of the thing has changed. It has become richer right. for right. the simple layer of backdrop. Right. That that's the egg wash on the roni pocket. Is the word actually? You're not <laughs> actually, Brad. That's where that that's where that becomes funny. Yeah. But like things like that, I love. Breaking that the, down, the the mere concept of that, yeah, right, is. exactly, yeah, yeah the perfect <laughs> cards against humanity, the yeah. mere concept of Applebee's, yeah, Applebee's isn't funny, 
the mere concept of Applebee's right. is downright hilarious. <laughs> right, exactly. Just to even consider that Applebee's is not just a thing, but a conceptual entity <laughs> right. that has a sort of like the oneness. A, a, a family restaurant. Right. It's one of the platonic forms. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? The like concept. Or it's, like, it's an archetype. We're like, all right, all right, I'll throw it... Since we're going with Cards Against Humanity, I'll throw another one on. Yeah. Bees? Bees? <laughs> right? The question mark adds so much. That's right. It's like, is Bees? It, is, it, is, it, is it uncertainty? Right. Because it, it, it gives you some... Is it surprise? It's, is it, it's, it's the way you say it. It gives you the way to... Bees? <laughs> like, yeah, it's such a strange right, like what a thing. And again, it's it's incongruity. Right, it's yeah. it's you know it it's it it's funny because it's incongruous. But then like your brain automatically gets into associations. Like okay, well why is mere concept there? Right. Yeah. But why is the question mark right. there? Ah, uh, this is and fun. it gets funnier the more you think about. Like it. you said, this is so. probably fucking annoying as shit to people who don't think like us. Well, but you know, <laughs> but, I, you I know, also like, think the only people listening to this are people probably who, who already yeah. think yeah. this way. Right. You you don't listen to a joke podcast by three people that that. Uh, just three three buddies of yours, unless you really think comedy and like, you yeah. know, the nature of, of comedy is, you know, what I mean, this isn't right. fucking this isn't Parks and Rec, right? <laughs> right. right. Exactly. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to um, uh, it, it 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 feels like it might be time to it's probably yeah, about time. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna wrap this up. We're about ten um, minutes to two hours. But so. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this up with with uh, something for all of us to think about, audience and hosts, uh, which is the concept of anti humor, and I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, uh, introduce this with a joke. Yeah. Uh, so, three guys are walking down the street and they find a, a, a golden lamp in a trash can. So they know the legend, you know, they rub it with their, their sleeve and, and one of them does. They don't all share a sleeve, obviously. <laughs> Genie comes out, is the point. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> uh, he said, and he says, well, there's three of you, so I'll grant each of you one wish. The first guy, the first guy thinks about it and he says, "I want a wife who will understand me and love me no matter what I do." And the genie's like, "Bam, done. She'll be at your house waiting." What about you? The second guy says, "I want enough financial sense to be able to make money on my own." Genie says, "Done. Good choice." What about you? The third guy thinks about it for a minute. He says, he says, okay, I got it. I want my arms to continually wave back and forth constantly. And the, and the genie says, all right, done. Guy's arms start waving back and forth constantly. <laughs> so they go their separate ways and they meet up a week later at a bar. And, uh, and, the first guy, and the, the second guy says to the first guy, so how'd your, how'd your wish turn out? He says, oh my gosh, I love this woman more than you can possibly imagine. She gets me. She really gets me. Uh, how, is, how is your wish turning out? And the second guy says, the second guy says I've, I've made a lot of investments that, that already I think are going to start paying off. I, you know, I've, I've, made, I've already made a couple thousand dollars just from you know, buying and selling and trading. I, I think I'm... I'm I'm well on my way, and they turn to the third guy. His arms are waving back and forth. And they say, "What about you?" And he says, "Guys, I think I fucked up." <laughs> 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 
So wrap your heads around why that's funny. <laughs> and we'll catch you oh. we'll we'll catch you after a short break. Well done. And uh, and uh, talk about what we've learned in recommendations. Yes. yes. Oh god, thank you so much for that. Holy shit. <laughs> Previously on AMC's The Walking Dead. Listen here. I'm, li- I'm listening. You better get off my farm, you hear me? Well, we're not going to get off well, this farm. Well, you have to get off my farm. Well, we're not going to get off the farm. Well, but I asked you to get off my farm, so well, I'm thinking you get off my farm. Well, I'm listening to you ask me about getting off the farm, and I'm thinking that we're not going to get off this farm. Listen, just get off my farm We're already. not going to get off the farm. You have to get off my farm. We got people dying over here. We are not going to leave this farm. Oh, Jesus Christ, the farm's on fire! No, Jesus! Previously on AMC's The Walking Dead. Oh God, I just woke up. It's a zombie apocalypse. I gotta find my wife and my boy and my best friend. I don't know what's going on. I gotta get out of there. I know my wife and my boy and my best friend are alive. I know no matter what, my wife and my boy will be there for me. And I know my best friend will too, because he would never fuck my wife. Shane, we can't, we can't be fucking right now. It's only been two months. We don't know if Rick is still alive. Listen, Lori, he's dead. We just best get to fucking so we can be fucking somebody. That's all right. All right. I, I guess we can just fuck then. Yeah, we gonna fuck too. Oh, look, it's my wife and my boy and my best friend. Everything's gonna be fine now. I fucked your wife. Previously on AMC's The Walking Dead. There, Carol. How you doing? I'm, I'm okay. I just want to kind of be le- left alone a little bit. I, I just wanted to come over to you and apologize. I'm sorry that I thought you were a lesbian earlier. I was thinking maybe since you're not a lesbian, we can go out in front of the prison. You know what I'm saying? And uh, maybe we can have a picnic and, and maybe have some niceties. Oh, no. They shot my head. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm still getting shot. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm still getting shot. Previously on AMC's The Walking Dead. Carl! D- Dad, yeah, I'm, I'm over here, Dad. Carl! No, da- Dad, I'm here, look, behind you. Carl. No, yes, you're right here, right in front of you, Dad. Carl? Dad, can you, can, can you see me? Carl? Dad, everything okay? Carl. You, you want to talk about something? Carl. Carl, yeah? I just sent my test results to the lab, mm-hmm. Carl. This, I don't know what you're talking about. There's no more doctors anymore. There's no Carl. labs. Carl, it's, it's a golden lab, Carl. Oh, God. Carl, he's a dog turned uh, Carl. God, Dad, no, Carl, stop. Would it help it if I did the face, Carl? A little bit. And welcome back All right. All right. to the Three Dudes Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Where we talk about our recommendations. Yes, this is sir. that time, this is that part. That very special time. Um... On the note of funny things. Yeah, I'm thinking about funny things now for recommendation purposes. Yeah. Uh, on the on the note of, of funny things, mm-hmm. um, I would like to I would like to let you know that this past Thursday, this was this would have been November the second. Yeah. Uh, last Thursday. Yeah. Today the, is the seventh. The second. Today is the seventh, right? It was the second, because it was two days after Halloween. 
Sure, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> remember, remember, November, November. Um, November, November, Oh, shit, November. the 5th of November passed, yeah. and I didn't even think right, about it. Right, right, yeah. yeah. Well, that's <laughs> oh, it. Oh, shit. It's all right. It's, I forgot it's about 9-11. 4chan <laughs> neckbeards and... Yeah, right. That kind v of for November. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I went. I uh, I went with Aubrey on on opening night to go see Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ragnarok. Oh Ragnarok. <laughs> when you get to Valhalla, tell him Chevy sent you. Um. So I don't know if you guys have seen the first two Thors. Nope. Uh, 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 I saw the first one. The first one. The first one was pretty good. That was alright. The second one was kind of. There were dark elves and uh, yeah, no, like really, like like really, like, yeah, like I mean, elves come from Norse mythology. Yeah. Um. Uh. They. It was like you know they they're a conquest people. They they hate Asgard. Whatever. It's it's more adventures with Thor and Natalie Portman. Yeah. Um, uh, but neither of those uh, compared to say Captain America, uh, Iron Man. Uh, uh, performed well at the box office. Yeah, um, right. Of of the current Marvel Cinematic Universe, the first two Thor movies, I, I think, are are at at the bottom as far as as far as performance at the box office. Interesting. Um, and and then the first Thor had that amazing sort of three D thing going for it. It was like. 3D IMAX big giant Marvel movie. It was pretty cool. Um, we went to see Ragnarok in 3D, incidentally, um, yeah. which. I don't know. I can take or leave 3D. Me too. Yeah. It, does, it doesn't add anything me to the too. experience. If, if they me. don't film it in 3D, it's terrible. Like I, I, I yeah. think that's always disappointing mm-hmm. when they do it in post, and you can see that it's like layers. Sure. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's. I don't know. It. it the 3D was all right. Um, I'm recommending Thor Ragnarok because it's it's very good. It's going. It's kind of going in the direction that Marvel has been going lately with with um, this this you know, nice even blend of action drama and and comedy. Yeah. Um, you know, the 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 silly banter, uh you know, um the fact that you're dealing with super powered human beings means that you can or well Thor's not human, but you know, it, it means yeah. it means you can do a lot of really funny slapstick stuff. Yeah, know? right. <laughs> um you know, I'm sure you've seen in the trailers uh, you know, Hulk's in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um it's it's a it's a it's a pretty weird ride. It's serious when it needs to be. It's it's really out there when when it's when it's not. Yeah. Um, uh, very very funny. Probably probably the best Thor movie. Uh, the Thor best Thor centric movie to date. Um, uh, adds adds a lot to the to the lore of Asgard to uh, to. Thor's place in the Avengers and and uh, uh, just a, a real real fun movie. Um, is uh, is uh, Tom Hiddleston in this as well? Is he in there as Loki? He's Loki. Because honestly, I think Loki is my favorite thing about the Thor movies. It's it's he's Aubrey's favorite too. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston is everyone's favorite. Yeah. He's just an eminently interesting actor as Loki. He's particularly you know sort of. Accentuated, he's you know he uh, yeah he's something else, and he was also on an episode of Top Gear I watched recently. Oh really? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> nice. What is uh, is Tom Green in there? Tom Green. <laughs> what? I, I, I feel like he's everybody's least favorite part of everything that he's in. 
tremendously disinteresting. As, yeah. Uh, as uh, uh, well, well, he was not in in Thor Ragnarok, <laughs> but um, Tom Green. <laughs> the, the, the fucking like when we're talking about comedy, the fucking like the fucking like. Uh, he's so weird. He's, yeah, just like he's the book that's tipped over on your bookshelf that you just never bother to <laughs> yeah. pick back up. We we went through kind of a weird random phase yeah. in the late. 90s, early 2000s, where yeah, doing I'll say where, MTV did, yeah, where yeah, doing you know, you know, my bum is on the rail. My, my bum, bum is, that was considered like high comedy at the yeah. time. When I think about my bum is on the Swedish, Swedish. I still laugh. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. My bum is on the Swedish, Swedish, <laughs> my bum is Swedish. on the Swedish, <laughs> my bum is on the man. <laughs> yeah, okay, I know it's fucking stupid, it's stupid, it's funny though, but whatever. I was when like you're 16. high, when you're high, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but anyway, uh, I go see Thor Ragnarok. It it's it starts strong. It ends really in a really satisfying way. Yeah. Um, it's just it's fun from beginning to end. Like like all Marvel movies. I think you know last episode or the episode before I recommended Spider Man Homecoming. Uh huh. Uh, definitely. Best iteration of Spider-Man on film. That's to really date. cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, We're so lucky to live in a time when the Marvel movies are good. Yeah, because Sony, holy fuck, did they blow it for years? So yeah. well, see, Sony, Sony has owned Spider-Man for a long time, and they let go of their stranglehold on the Spider-Man franchise and, and said, "All right, Marvel, can you help us out a little bit here?" Yeah. yeah. And they they together ended up producing probably the best Spider-Man movie to date. Spider-Man, yeah. um, Spooderman, Spooderman. <laughs> Uh, there's there at the beginning of the movie when the Marvel logo is the title card is is coming in the Marvel card. Uh, there is an orchestral version of that theme that starts playing. Get out of here. And it's it's it it it's so good. Oh God, we should watch this. Yeah, we should. We, we, we should. should. Yeah. Um. Let's let's rent it on YouTube and watch it tonight. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm all about Let's that. watch yeah, Spider-Man: Homecoming tonight. Do that. Um. But yeah, so I recommend Spider-Man: Homecoming. I'm also recommending Thor: Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Um, um, we're drawing closer, closer, and closer in the MCU to Infinity War. Yeah. So, oh, the Infinity Gauntlet storyline, right? Yeah. 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 Thanos getting the because uh, I read Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. And I have been excited for this shit. Yeah. We're get we're getting there. We're getting close because now because now we've got like all these franchises. We've got the Defenders in the yeah. Netflix Marvel universe. We've got. Doctor Strange. We've got um, we got uh, this incredibly cool Punisher. Guardians of the Galaxy. We got this yeah, Punisher Guardians. showing up soon yeah. with uh, what's his name Shane from The Walking Dead. Yeah, playing mm-hmm. the Punisher. Sure. Yeah, my best friend. Um, my best friend. I don't know if I don't He'll know never if fuck my wife. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I don't know if uh, fingers crossed, I- including Nicolas Cage as Ghost Rider. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but. Uh, uh, yeah, we're we're drawing ever closer. The only property they don't really have at the moment is X Men. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but and X Men has done particularly well, honestly, as a franchise. Sure, sure, it's uh, it's it's done its thing fairly admirably. But it, you know, as 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 far as being separate from the rest of the MCU, you know, we've got Avengers, Defenders, Guardians, Doctor Strange, Spider Man now. Yeah, um, Deadpool. 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 Deadpool is part of the of the MCU now. Yes, officially. Um, uh, I'm I'm secretly hoping for for like a gag ending to Infinity War where like <laughs> Deadpool is sitting with Stan Lee advising him on how to end the story. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Hey, we only have so many Stan Lee cameos left. Right, I know, man. It's getting I up know. there, man. They they never they never get less entertaining. No, They're right, always they great. Yeah. You get a chance to meet Stan Lee at some convention or something. Fucking grab it. He's you're like about to lose it. he's like the fucking Larry Flint of comic books. That guy, that dude. You know, think what you want about him, but that dude is a fucking hero, man. Yeah, yeah. Stan Lee is golden age. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Uh, Dave, your recommendation. Yes. Oh, God. I sure just had one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, we were talking about uh, uh, comedy. On the, on the topic of recommending funny yeah, things. I actually think I, I strayed away from uh, comedy. Oh, my God. I might. I just blanked. Oh, yeah. I might have to pass it off to you until it comes back to me. Yeah, don't, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. Yeah. Oh, right. I'm going to let you guys pick an album. Do you want to do a uh, Do you want to do a 90s hip-hop, East Coast hip-hop album? Or do you want to do a... Early seventies funk album. Early seventies funk. So on the topic of funk, you can't on the Mount Rushmore of funk. Uh-huh. Right next to George Clinton, yeah. you have to put Curtis Mayfield. Mm, sure. Um, super fly. Super fly. Well, and that's what we're gonna go for uh, because that, that's yeah. the that's the big one. And I could talk all day about Curtis Mayfield and how he is like a revolutionary guitar player. Like for for dudes who like guitar work, Curtis is incredible. Absolutely, yeah. tune his guitar to the funkiest, weirdest tuning you can imagine, which is why you can never get your guitar to sound the same way. You can never get the chords to ring out the same right. way that Curtis used to be able to get it. Um, and I could talk about the live stuff. I could talk about his last album, which is a fucking landmark that he recorded in a hospital bed. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like Jesus legit. Christ. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, Curtis was having his comeback tour, and he had some scaffolding fall on him yeah. in the middle of the tour, and like fuck, paralyze him, Jesus and or, like from the waist down, and he ended up like had horrible complications from that, and cut his last album in his hospital bed. I yeah. did not know yeah. that. Like recorded the album. Wow. Re- recorded it <clears throat> in his hospital. So it bed. ultimately killed him. Like the complications yeah, also, uh, of that ultimately killed, killed him. Yeah. Jesus, yeah. fucking Christ. incredible! Great album. Yeah. That's fucking. Dark. But the one I want to talk about is Superfly because it's the that's the one yeah. that you're all gonna be able to get into and it's yeah. gonna be easily accessible. I think you guys have both listened to it at this point. I yeah. have. Yeah. But, I think we uh, listened to it together. We have. Like, yeah. We have. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, like from yeah, we I, I talked about Pet Sounds a couple weeks ago, which and, by the way I listened to on your recommendation. Yes, thank you. Thought it was almost all good, and some of it was excellent. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> like the the genius of of arrangement, yeah, uh, is something that can be spoken for. Uh, and and Curtis does that on this album. It was done for the black exploitation film Superfly, mm-hmm. um, right. And Which is about a fly that becomes a man. Yes. And fights crime. <laughs> yes. Exactly that. <laughs> and he's also black. Right? <laughs> well, most flies are. Most so flies are black. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, most flies are black. Yeah. yeah I think. I think. I don't know. There's not a lot of white flies. No. Well, They're, some of them are kind of bluish in the light. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Those flies are at the country club. So <laughs> not struggling. <laughs> no, all right. Anyway, anyway sorry. sorry, everybody. Uh, but no, uh, Superfly, man. It, that Kurt, Curtis produced, wrote and uh, orchestrated and produced that entire album uh, and built it, uh, built that soundscape from the ground up. Oh, and I'm th- like, I'm thinking, even if you just fucking listen to that song that where it, it does that slow build in, where it's the like the the congos behind him and that boom 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 yeah boom mm. 
and the drums start coming on, and then that, you know, like the he's got the, the wall of sound behind him with yeah. the horn section. That big, gorgeous sound, like the, yeah. the, the, the Phil Spector thing. Yeah, just the, like the wall just up. hits it. Yeah, like, like it's the Motown trick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and just, mm. it just that wall. I mean, and there's some killer stuff on there. Freddy's Dead, uh, Pusher Man might be one of my favorites. Pusher Man. Yeah. Yeah. Pusher Man. That, that song is, is two different songs put together. Yeah, um, and it's just the nastiest funk guitar you can imagine, mm-hmm. uh, it combined with Curtis Mayfield's real high falsetto. Yeah, um, it's just it's a it's a fucking funk masterpiece, and it's uh, it's worth a listen to anybody if you like music at all. Or is it a funking fuck masterpiece? It's a funking <laughs> funk. It's a funk. It's a it's a funkin' Wagnall. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, a fucking waggle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, no, beer down. Oh, God. Oh, no. I saved it. Oh, no. I've got oh, the beer yeah. all over my slove. I have to lick it. Curtis Mayfield, man. Check out Superfly. Yeah. Uh, it's great. It's it's incredible. Fantastic. All right. I remembered what my recommendation cool. was. Yay. Yeah, it took me all the way up until the last 30 seconds before you ended up saying that, but I was I was thinking about something funny. I wanted to recommend comedy, and I don't think I have talked enough about this maybe anywhere. Comedy Bang Bang. Yeah. Mm. I don't yeah. know if... I don't know how much you guys have seen of the show or listened to the podcast. Little, just just what little. I've watched with you. Yeah, very okay. little. It, uh, so what I can mm. tell you about this is... Uh, Comedy Bang Bang was at first a podcast and then later became an IFC show. Right. Uh, it is hosted by Scott Ackerman. Scott Ackerman is basically comedy royalty in that he came out of Mr. Show. Right. Mm-hmm. Mr. Show is comedy legend as it is, you know, revered among comedy nerds as one of the biggest sketch shows maybe ever. Yeah. It's, it's got that, like, sort of... Uh, Carol Burnett show level yeah. following. Yeah. Me- meets Monty Python meets insanity. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. It's uh, it's not written like a lot of other sketch shows. It's very Pythonesque though. Yeah. It has the whole no, the, no punchlines. No punchlines. <laughs> and as Bob Odenkirk used to say, uh, the thing that he loved about sketch was when the you could see when a door slammed that the walls shook. Yeah. <laughs> that the thing looked cheap. You're right. Like there's something about that Python did it. There's something really endearing about sketch that looks like sketch. Right. Yeah. You know. Um, so Scott Ackerman comes out of, of Mr. Show history. He was famously the taint model in the It's Insane, <laughs> This Guy's Taint it's Sketch. Insane. This yeah. guy's taint. Um, <laughs> Twasn't. Twasn't. Neither balls nor asshole quarterly. All the taint-themed uh, magazines yeah. that were in that sketch. Um, Comedy Bang Bang is basically just a... Uh, it's, its whole conceit as a podcast was the he has a guest on, they talk a bit, and then... In the second half, oh, the guest had to leave, and I'm just going to talk, but knock, knock, who's there? Oh, no, I'm doing a podcast, and then a character comes in, yeah. <laughs> right? And it's always the guest, or, like, another guest, and sometimes the original guest is still there. Um, yeah. Really, really playful. Um, I wouldn't go so far as to say, like, it's not, like, great improv in the sense that it takes itself really seriously. It's, a lot of times, it's hilariously cheap and stupid. <laughs> Uh, or like right. people are laughing in the middle they're breaking character constantly because they're trying to do something super absurd and it's obvious and for people who you know are really into I think uh, sketch and improv stuff it's got a special place in a lot of people's hearts mm-hmm. um, there's 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 so many great 
episodes of the show and the podcast that I could recommend, but I would like to suggest if you're going to listen to anything in particular, and I'll have to, I guess I'll just have to find the episode later, but if you Google for, it's called Prize Horse Fighting. <laughs> it was. It, it, they, these characters popped up on the show, but they were uh, introduced in the podcast. It's two guys, sort of rancher types, southern rancher types. They got horses, you know. Yeah. And and we, what we do is we let we let them horses fight it out. We do prize horse fighting. <laughs> is the idea right? Where the the it's literally there. Operating a ranch where horses get up on their hind legs and punch each other to death. <laughs> um, I, I think it probably stands to this day as one of the funniest episodes of the podcast they ever did. Um, it's one of those things that it's it's hard to explain why it's so funny until you listen. You'll hear it, yeah. Um, sure, sure. But uh, Comedy Bang Bang is it's an institution at this point. I think it's without a doubt among comedy nerds like one of the number one comedy podcasts. Mm. It has its hits and misses like everything else, but it's exceptional as far as doing the kind of thing that it does. So highly recommend that if you if you like comedy, if you think you're a comedy nerd, if you think you're really into this kind of stuff, Comedy <laughs> Bang Bang is the canonical sort of comedy nerds Ugh. podcast. Check it out. Excellent. Specifically, look for any episode that has either Paul Rust, J- uh, Jason Mansukas, or Paul F. Tompkins. The Pod F. Tomcast. Yeah, of, of the Pod F. Tomcast. Yeah. Uh, Paul F. Tompkins, also of Mr. Show fame yes. and insanely mm. funny. Yeah. yeah. So that's my recommendation. Check out Comedy Bang Bang. All too. right. Well, good fucking Rex. <laughs> good Rex. Now, what, good if anything, Rex. have we learned? I learned very little. Yeah, very I, little. I learned that Milwaukee is Iroquois for the good land. Yes. <laughs> yes. But the bad beer as well. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, I learned that the Little Drummer Boy is the worst Christmas song ever written. Yeah. Uh, on that note, I wrote Pum 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 Dumb. <laughs> Look at you. Look I, at I you. learned that tragedy is definitely the best in out for jokes. Yes. <laughs> I wrote on that note, you gotta think of a slam dunk Texas shooter joke. <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah. Give it give me a week, guys. Give me a week. <laughs> let's let all this digest. Let's let the sadness go through. And then give me a week and I'll think of one. I'll think of one. You know what I I, I mean like uh, Texas this, not chainsaw not so massacre. Much, not so much a joke, but <laughs> yeah. an observation. Texas just a gun massacre. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, it still bad. feels it's wrong, doesn't soon. it? Yeah, well too I was soon. like, okay, uh, not a joke, but an observation. The shooter looks an awful lot like a weirder Rich Evans. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a weirder a, Rich Evans uh, out yeah, there? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. White people are definitely the biggest threat to other white people out there. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and, also, and heart disease. I just, I mean, it, it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> right. White people and bacon are yeah, the biggest right. threats to white people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just wrote, can't come to the phone. I don't have a punchline. Yeah. <laughs> I just I love just, that joke I just so wrote, much. butts are funny. Yeah, butts, butts are funny. Are funny. I, I learned that friendship, yay. Aw, <laughs> friendship, yay. Um, uh, Friendship, yay. Uh, I learned that the Romans did graffiti. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just put down Romans were degenerates. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Both true. Uh, I, I wrote, uh, this is not funny, but I wrote, seek the positive all the time. Yeah. No matter what you do, seek yeah. the positive yeah. all the time. I wrote, black people can fly. 
Yes. <laughs> we all know. Lesser known stereotype. <laughs> black people can fly. <laughs> lesser known lesser stereotype. Known. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> lesser known true stereotype. All black people can fly. Damn. So if you ever need... A lift? You ever need a lift anywhere? <laughs> go, go, onward. Just jump onto the nearest black dude's back and go, onward, please. I, I, I require assistance. Call I must the, go to the mini mod. Call the closest black person to you and hop on his back and, and, and just fly away. <laughs> now, contrary so to popular belief, you do not get frequent flyer miles for that. You do not. Mm, There's no. no credit card for that. It's, it's just because black. Bla- Black people are not registered to any airline. Oh shit, my wife was in a car accident. Well, that. Bro! <laughs> go onward! Onward! Onward, yeah! I must go! What the fuck? Get the, get the fuck off my back! Alright, well, anyway. We, Anywho. we didn't learn that much, I guess. No, we didn't really. Nah. It, was a, it was a more of a discussion kind of thing. School yeah. is for suckers. Yeah. I loved this topic. Yeah, it was a great topic. I love this topic. Yeah. Thank you so much for this one. Good. This was I'm, really fun. I'm glad it turned out as well as it did. Yeah. I love talking about why we laugh and what we laugh about. But that's all in the past now because next week... I will be hosting. Dave's yes. going to be hosting. Mm-hmm. Drugsy, little Drogsy baby booping port. No, yep. that doesn't work. Little little Draugr boy is gonna come host the <laughs> little Draugr not. Little Draugr not. <laughs> I'm the Draugr not, bitch. Uh, so, yeah, I'm yeah. bitch with me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we will see you next week. I guess we'll see you next week. Yeah. Adios. Uh, Keep laughing. Arrivederci. See you Laugh. Next time. Oh, by the way, this laugh. Was... Damn it. <laughs> by the way, this was session twenty-four. Yeah. Session 24, 24th episode of the podcast. Thank you, buddy. Hey, hey. It's there. It just warms, yeah. it warms me deep in my heart. Session 24, which means that's deep in my session cockles. 25. Yep, 25. Deep in 25 my is going to be next. You're going to be deep in my plums. <laughs> You're going to be session 25. Who's going to host that? You are. I oh, sure am. Because this one was 24, and now you're going to be 25. Okay, bye-bye. Session 24. Session 24.